It's the third and final week of our little captive audience experiment, and as luck would have it, I get to wrap up the series. Some of my harsher critics would say I designed it this way all along, in an egotistical effort to put myself as a headliner, a closer, a main event. As usual, those critics are wrong. And not just because I'm always right, but rather because anyone who thinks I'm a know-it-all who only likes to hear my own voice, or that I'm a mic-hogging sycophant who thinks I'm above the show's greater good, it's clear you don't actually know one thing about me. Come to think of it, there are times when even the three of us, for all the time we spend together, even under quarantine, don't always seem to understand one another. Which is why we're going to spend our final single-minded episode expanding on things we covered during the previous two. We discuss regrets. Tonight we'll attempt to fix them. We discuss self-awareness. Tonight we'll attempt to learn just a little bit more. We discuss the new reality. Tonight we'll try and analyze the past, rewrite the present, and maybe, just maybe, set a course for a better future. You don't have to worry, we're still us. We're not likely to get too serious, and we're not going to try and be emotional when we have the collective depth of an Asian fleshlight. <coughs> of course, most of you already know this and are ready for what's to come. But if you're new here and you don't know who we are, then maybe your best course would be to tread lightly. Tonight, I'm in control. I'm running the show. For this episode, I am the danger. I am the one who knocks. If you haven't guessed by those subtle hints, this week on Needless to Say, we're breaking bread. And I'm joined by Dave and Craig, meth-fueled and ready to ride. So, Maestro, stay out of my territory and hit my goddamn music. I thought he was like, it was like fucking plunging a toilet. Like, that's what I thought was happening. <laughs> Good news is there's no rectal tearing, Mom. <laughs> Takes place in one room lined with plastic right. like Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome back to Needless to Say. That was Brad. I am Fat Flannel Guy, and with me is uh, Neck Guy, and uh, <laughs> we're getting back into our show. So, And apparently yeah. away from a thesaurus. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, no one cares about the supporting, the supporting cast, my friend. It's all about the star. Right. <laughs> So I've why don't we start with you, Brad? That. This is your week to control the show. How was it? Uh, the week was good. The week was good. I told you last week I'm not getting my bus station toilet paper, but <laughs> I did get something by a brand called Seventh Generation. And I, you know, I used to think that that was kind of like a, a symbolic name or something. No, I think this has been recycled and bleached seven times. <laughs> yeah. I can swear it comes out of the package and it's wavy. Like it's been washed. <laughs> oh, I mean, like it got wet I, I and dried. Of that. As yeah. you get to the center of the roll, it's, it's fucking quilted, and it's not supposed to be. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I got 48 rolls to let, you know get adjusted to this, but I yeah. know when we finally get down to it that this shit is going to tear me the fuck apart. I almost yeah. wish I had just waited a little bit longer for those giant rolls of bus station shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only stuff. toilet paper that comes pre-streaked. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah they tell you where to wipe. <laughs> wipe between these lines. Yeah. <laughs> these wavy, smudged lines. Your toilet paper shouldn't look like a road test. Yeah. <laughs> they tell you to wear gloves because it's actually just an old roll rolled inside out. <laughs> <laughs> The two plies been flipped around. Yeah, they just flip them around. Like you're gonna use I was a little concerned when the button. Amazon delivery guy came with tongs. Yeah, <laughs> they just drove by and kicked it out the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, I mean, I guess you know everybody in my house is shitting themselves a little bit. When we moved into this house, we had been told that you know every now and then the house gets mice. And I figure, you know, we're by the water. You're going to get mice. It's well, just, not only you're it, by the water, but you're kind of, I don't want to say you're out in the woods, but you're in a lot more rural area than other rural, places. So it makes farms. sense. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. And also, they j- did a lot of clearing out um, caddy corner to me, behind me. Yep. They cleared out a whole lot. So I imagine I'm so a lot mad of that you said caddy corner. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. I'll wait for you to spell it, and we'll just meet you back here next week. <laughs> it's kitty corner. Why would it be all <laughs> stupid? So shut the fuck up. This is my week. Why would it be kitty right, corner? Right. I, was, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not discussing this. Sorry. Oh. But uh, as it turns out, we got mice. And now we've always heard a few in the ceiling. You hear them on the drop ceiling, and they just and you know you don't think much of it. You just say they'll come, they'll go, whatever. No, it turns out they don't leave. Once they find a house, they like they stay, and then they fuck so much that they have babies every twenty-one days. <laughs> So I laid, I laid poison. Now we've gotten a few in traps here and there, and you know I, I didn't think we had an infestation, but the I put poison in, and one of the downsides to using rat and mouse poison is that it turns them into what I like to call undead mice. Oh, so it doesn't kill them right away. Well, it it kills their nervous system, but it's supposed to kill quickly. And instead, what I'm doing is arguably the least humane thing in the world. If I had basically put it in a glue trap, peed on it, and made fun of its mother, it wouldn't be as bad as what I'm doing. This. No, you would you would call it me when I lived in Buffalo. Exactly. Yeah. I could not believe what happened the other night. We're watching TV at 8 p.m. It's not even late. It's not dark. A mouse comes out from under where my boiler room is, walking. Not trotting, not hugging the baseboard, walking. <laughs> like out right for a past stroll? My, yeah, walking right past my cat. <laughs> and my cat was even dumbfounded. He's like, is this happening? You yeah. know, this, this would be like a giant ham showing up at Dave's. <laughs> you know, there's somebody on one of those serving carts just wheeling it by, you know? Yeah. So this mouse goes, and then the cat apparently needs to be challenged, so he didn't bother with it. He said, oh, I guess he lives here. The dog, yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, said, nope, jumped on this thing, snapped its neck. No shit. That, would, that wouldn't have been so bad if it wasn't for the two other mice I also found in a similar state. Uh, where did you one find of them? them well, one was in my office right on my baseboard trying to climb into the baseboard and repeatedly falling. Oh, so, they're so all drugged up. They're all doped up and thirsty. Apparently, it dehydrates the fuck out of them. Well, that's what, and then that's what supposedly, I guess, what happens with rat poison. And then once they drink water, it kills them. Uh, yeah, I well, guess that helps. That helps move um, it along. Act it, move it along, moves the poison along. So it, it makes them thirsty. They drink and then they die. So I shot back that thing and took it out. And then I'm thinking, okay, this has to be the two that I hear in the ceiling, right? This has to be them. Open Put out a bowl closet. of water for them. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Just find them all just bathing, doing the back. Yeah. <laughs> It'll look like Caligula's mouse, last little, party in Brad's yeah. office. <laughs> a little mouse hot tub. <laughs> this might be the best part of it, though. After I think we're in the clear and the, the kids don't have to be nervous because, they, you know, they don't like mice running around. Who does? I yeah. open my closet right behind me, like right there. And I had put traps in there because it seemed like it would be a hotbed for them to hang out. It was dark, had lots of like pipes going through it and everything. And there's a mouse sitting there eating the cheese off a trap that I had left there a week earlier. And he's just looking at me like, yo. <laughs> You've got any hot sauce, motherfucker? Shut the yeah. door. <laughs> this guy I thought did this not was going to be Colby Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hot tub. <laughs> so I took the trap out and I put more cheese on it and I put it right back in front of him. This fucker did not move a step. Come on. He sat there chewing and looking at me. I could have picked him up. If I had any desire to pick this thing up, I could have. Instead, I shot back him too. Alive? <laughs> Alive. <laughs> You just. Oh, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Fuck, I, I just told you I, tr- I I literally am running like The Walking Dead in my walls. You know the filter's not big enough for that mouse to get through. It's just stuck in the hose. No, it's through. There's no filter in there. Oh, yeah. it's right. In there. It's, no, I checked. He's in there, and he's very nice. dead. He's very. <laughs> dead. But I am oh. building quite a collection. Of mice, and so I finally had to bite the bullet today, and I dropped almost nine hundred dollars just to have a guy plug holes in my house with Brillo. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, that was my week. But I gotta tell you, man, there's something kind of cool about knowing that I've just affected a whole shit ton of mice in a very bad way. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us would call that ultimate power. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate power. And so, uh, speaking of power, let's throw it back to Dave, because nobody gives a shit about Craig and his pool and all that. Right? (laughs) (laughs) My God. I don't know how to, how do you follow that? Like, right right now in some little, in mouse squeaks, Brad means Hitler, based on those stories. goats in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And next week, ghost mice. Walt Disney. Walt Disney had that connection, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, unreal. Dave, maybe if uh, you were killing birds, you could top this story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Yep. <laughs> Running a pool vacuum to suck them right out of the air. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. How was your week, Dave? It was. It was all right, man. It was. It was nothing crazy. I um. It was just kind of like a nothing week. The other day. A few days ago, after after dinner, I was like, oh, I see, like, I spot an M&M on the floor. I'm like, ooh, an M&M. I pick it up, throw it in my mouth. Wasn't an M&M. Uh, it was okay, a piece stop. of corn from oh. I don't know when. Oh, why are yeah. you eating food off the floor? <laughs> I thought it was an M&M. It's got a candy coating shell. It's protected. I would have done the same thing. Yes. If it looked like it. <laughs> it, it but agree. it wasn't. It was a piece of corn. That's the worst. And it you know, wasn't like. China to... did this back in December. Yeah. Bad things happened. <laughs> God damn it! And it it wasn't like like a it was like a piece of corn that was crisp. It was like soggy. Oh, yeah. oh so that kind of set floor. It was probably fuzzy. I thought it was an M M&M. and M. No, corn dries out. Oh, anyway, <laughs> there's too many chemicals in corn now. They don't get they don't get mold. That's right. No. <laughs> in any event, so that's that was that was the most interesting thing in my week. 
up to that point. After that, actually, it was last night. Um, my wife had uh, like a, a Zoom virtual happy hour with all her friends from work. Nice. And now some of the people I know from when I used to work at that company, it was Jesus, almost ten years ago at this point. Um, so they're talking. I was in the other room just hanging out, and I've been drinking seltzers lately, just because I'm trying to watch what I eat. I'm, I'm, I've had it. Right. When my, when my, my double XL t-shirts are, are asking me and sobbing when every time I put them on, I decided that was enough. So uh, <laughs> like when my Sven t-shirt says Sven I got to I got to change things. <laughs> but she's having her happy hour like on the computer in the other room. She she set it up in the kitchen so the bar was behind her just so she could show off for her friends. But so I let him sit in after a while. Am I allowed she, to laugh at that? I'm sorry. No, you can, whatever. You can laugh at that. She I, won't come I, I find you. I hate making fun of Rayanne because she'll text me nasty things as soon as the episode's released. Well, yeah, because yeah, she I knows she knows you're a bitch and you'll take it personally. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong. No, she's not but wrong. At, yeah. at, at any point, at some point, I hear her. I hear her calling for me, so I I come in there and there's like six or seven people left on the call. It'd been a couple hours and it was people that I knew from working there. So we were all friends. So I sat down and hung out and one of the women just kept talking about her, her hair, her hair. And I kept busting her balls. Like I was like, I was on the show. Like I was just busting balls. I didn't let anyone have a chance. And one of her friends like, Dave, this isn't your podcast. I don't know what that show's done to you, but you can't be like this all the time. And deep down, I was like, Oh, she listens. And it's funny. Yes. Yes, I've there done something go. right. That was the best yep. compliment I received in months. You know what? Nice. And I'm glad you pulled that away from that story because the only thing I pulled from that story is that instead of a bar, if you thought Rayanne was really trying to show off, you think she'd put her wedding photo behind her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I know better. Yeah. But, yeah, but the reunion people might not. No. <laughs> we've, we've all hung out with them they know what the priorities are at this house yeah <laughs> you know, like a family portrait or something no yeah. no but let's, let's see some three-quarter empty bottles of liquor behind me. that's right two yep, shelves of glasses right. and an entire shelf of booze that's what we want people we work with to know about that's right yep yeah. exactly <laughs> but yeah i was so happy during that she's like oh this this sounds like your podcast I was like yes yes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Highlight of my week. I, I actually had a, uh, a high school reunion last Saturday uh, doing the same thing. Yep. And it was a crazy thing because it was a lot of people I hadn't talked to in 25 years. Wow. There's a lot of names on there, and yet we all kind of picked up. And then about halfway through, I realized something was happening. Charlie was on, too. Charlie hopped on. Is, and, is that uh, what was happening, Charlie? No, it turns out that Charlie's not alone in a lot of his... Charlie sat next to a giant cutout of Trump during the call. And so it was pretty clear what was uh, going. But what what was more interesting is how everybody there applauded. Oh. This turned into the right-wing reunion. Oh, Jesus. I mean, we were talking at one point, and we had a local supermarket down in Patchogue where I grew up, and it was called Meat Farms. Because if there is <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, meat farms. When I was Tell a kid, me again. meat oh farms. God. Tell me again how New York is so much better than around here. <laughs> it was stunning. I didn't say there weren't hiccups. I some didn't say it was perfect. Some bar owner out in Cape Cod just got pissed. Like, damn it, I should have thought of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But as it turns out, the people who bought this meat farms, which was when I was a kid, it was the size of a Seven Eleven. It was small. The meat farms gotten bigger. It grew. Well, they bought a, They bought an old uh, stop and shop. It grew. And now he said it grew. Shit. There's an entire like ten acres of meat farms. <laughs> It's just a tremendous amount of meat farms. There's multiple meat farms throughout the town now. But meat the whole as night, as far I, as the eye can see. But so basically, I was hanging out with with a bunch of right wingers, discussing meat farms and the merits of that versus big name grocery. Oh my! Big name this is, grocery. This, this is this is the cumulative effect of a Zoom high school reunion. Oh my God. <laughs> now, how how many people started off on this this call? We only, I think, we peaked at like fifteen. Hmm. But oh, that's I mean, good, though. I, it, w- it wasn't bad, except that it got a little chaotic because what we learned was if you focus on the video of the person you're talking to and you pace how you talk in between other people, you can hold multiple conversations. <laughs> yeah, we picked yeah. this up pretty quick. It was interesting for sure. But everybody all kept coming back to Trump. It was like, don't tread on meat farms. Was don't, really kind of, <laughs> don't tread on meat farms. I've never seen anything like it. Believe it or not, they're doing another one tomorrow because everybody had such a good time. I might hop yeah. on again. Yeah, Just coming not? in there with my Obama stickers or something. Yeah, <laughs> Obama stickers. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I didn't contribute to this conversation. I refuse to talk politics in such an environment. I oh, won't do it. Yeah, because nothing good comes of it. It's always arguments. It's It's ridiculous. I try because, to put fun in Facebook, man, and I, you know, I'm putting pornographic pictures every Friday, and I'm good with that. That's if, why if people, I don't post anything political or uh-uh. anything like that. I stick to trolling fucking flat Earth people <laughs> and and fucking just commenting on you know people's posts. That's it. Oh my! You God. know, it's supposed to be a fun place and a place to connect with people you haven't talked to in a, in a long time. Why? Well, that's long gone. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't oh, exist no. that way anymore. It's, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But. <laughs> I'm, I'm, anyway, so I'm sorry. I totally farm. hijacked I'm your sorry. meat farms. I'm changing my name to that. There we go. Meat farms. Meat farms. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of yeah, meat? All. all so we were at the fucking, after that we'd go to Bread Boutique and fucking <laughs> hang out. <laughs> Meat farms. That's fantastic. <laughs> what did you do after you went to the meat farm? I sat on ice for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was good, but let me tell you, way good meat. Like amazing meat. It's right in the name. It's right there. It's right in the name. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Should have been A1 meat farms. <laughs> I've never liked, you know, it's funny. I've never liked the term meat. I, I, you know, if you go to a restaurant, you order a fish sandwich. You don't know what you're getting. You're just you're trusting that they're going to batter it properly, so you don't care. But yeah. who would you, you would never order like walk into an Arby's and go, "Give me a meat sandwich." <laughs> no, I just have a hard time with the word meat. <laughs> no, because if you had, if you went into Arby's and asked for a meat sandwich, you'd get the guy that's been floating around in memes for three months. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he was floating. Yeah. So he was he was raising tides. Yeah. <laughs> and everything underneath that is all flatbread. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So, so yeah, somehow yeah. meat farms, that was my week. Uh <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> It might be the best part of your week now. That it, it definitely yeah. is. It certainly it, it certainly beats a piece of corn on the floor. Yeah. 
That's for damn sure. The, 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 at least you didn't shit that piece of corn out. Right. <laughs> so Although, how did it, it get on the floor? <laughs> he might have. <laughs> no, it was, you it was under the dining it. table. It was, it was, it, all the evidence pointed to, it was a leftover. Or a I don't know what your plate. projectiles are like. Oh, I know. You, you you rooster tailed this thing across three rooms. I don't know. And down a staircase around two corners. It's like I could have shot Kennedy with this fucking kernel of corn. <laughs> See, he's not potty training Aria. He's playing horse. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon this kid will be able to write her name and shit. <laughs> it's got a double tap the oh, window. Shit. Oh my god. Like it, she'll be a pro in a couple of weeks. Like she's writing on birthday cakes. Oh yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> Unreal. God damn it. Oh, shit. For her first grade talent show, she's gonna fart the national anthem because she's got <laughs> such tight sphincter control. <laughs> you want a BB gun? No need. No need. Yeah. <laughs> Uh fuck. Uh, wait for the Craig? trumpet solo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my week was uh, pretty. Actually, ended up finish finishing tearing my deck down. That was a lot of fucking oh, work. That's cute. Man. Nobody asked you, but go ahead. But got the got the rest of my deck down, so that's done. And then, but I discovered something huge this week. Was it, it the meat made... farm? No, it wasn't the meat farm. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. I think I. I think I discovered my the um the roots of my love for these bad sci-fi and horror movies. Oh, so you you've had kind of a personal revelation. Yes. All right. And oh, do it tell. Was, it it was it was weird because when I was a kid there was this movie that I and I was young. I was probably like I would say like between 8 and 10. And I talked about it before on the show. We had this thing called Preview. It was before cable. It was called Preview. And you and yeah, yeah. it would had a button on the top of the box. You'd press it, put it on Channel 3, press it, and it would play the movie that was on at that time. <laughs> so there was this movie that was on. And it was... I watched it all the time. It was just a sci-fi movie. And it was it was like a cross between a fantasy and sci-fi movie. It was weird. And I loved it. I was every time it came on, I watched it. I must have watched this movie thirty times within the couple of months that it was on. Jesus, and I yeah, I kept because I I just kept would keep going back to it because, like I said, it was only one channel, so they would air it maybe once a day, you know, and I would just put it on, and um, so I go to watch Riff Tracks. <laughs> Riff Tracks, <laughs> yeah. I I've means- never heard of this, but go ahead, let me hear it. Rift, it's basically Rift Tracks, Mystery Science Theater. It's the guys from Mystery Science Theater. Okay. They do. They have a show called Rift Tracks now because Mystery Science Theater, I guess, is owned by whatever. They've come. Up, they've done their own thing. It's the same exact guys that did it, and um, it's so they they do the same thing. They play in these bad movies, and all of a sudden, now I couldn't remember what the name of that movie was for years. Yep. And I hit play. I start watching it. Opening scene. I'm like. Holy shit! It's this is that fucking movie, <laughs> like, you know. And I start watching it, and it was, and it was fucking awful. What, what was the movie? I'm dying to but know. It's called Prisoner Prisoners of the Lost Universe. Prisoners. It sounds amazing. And starring, starring um, Richard Hatch. Oh my god! Um, of Battlestar Galactica, not of Survivor and Federal Prison. 
It was. <laughs> and, I'm sure um, that made for a few uh, really awkward Comic Cons. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember the thing that got me into this movie as a kid and even sparked my interest again was the, was the original plot when the scientist creates this, um, this machine that, that can sense an object to another dimension. So it's the same planet, it's Earth, but it's a, just a different dimension. Okay. So he accidentally falls into it. And at the time, there's a reporter there. So she sees him. She runs for help. And it's Richard Hatch. And she's like, he went into the machine, blah, blah, blah. So Richard Hatch leans over the thing, and he gets zapped by it. And as he's getting zapped by it, right as he disappears, she runs in to grab him, and, sh- and it sucks her in. But she was like a second later. When she runs into him in the new universe, he had already been there for over a week. All right. You know, okay. and I just thought. So I remember as a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing because then they realized that the scientist, mu- like, they're like, "How long before she was like? It was at least five minutes." They're like, he could have been here for, for, you know, may- maybe even a couple of years, at this point. So I thought that was a cool concept. How just that, the, yeah, you know what I mean, the time delay and stuff. But it's so bad. <laughs> There's a question I had, and it's been burning since you started this riveting discussion of this movie. Yeah. And that is, uh, when they first traveled to this other dimension, did they say, I can't stay long, I have to poo? <laughs> no, they didn't. No, they didn't. There are some other lines that are probably just as bad. Oh. But uh, it's just, it was just one of those, it was just one of those things. And I remember as a kid, I loved the movie because it was fun and it had things I liked. Alien looking creatures and... <laughs> Alien you know, movie. just yeah. Well, not yeah. Alien. alien look, not just aliens. Kid, alien you can watch the videos we do to get that look. Yeah, <laughs> especially. My but camera. it was, it was just good, and I remember that. And I was like, I think this was my start of the down this path of watching these type of sci-fi movies. But you watched you it know? thirty some odd times. You said in a month. How do you not remember the fucking name? Well, I could, like I said, I was a little kid and I watched it. <clears throat> you just knew a it was a movie you liked, and then never seen it again. <clears throat> yeah, I just knew it, was, and I never seen it again since I was a kid. And I didn't think about it, like I thought about it, you know, occasionally through times. Yeah. But after the past few years, I actually thought about it quite a lot. Like that's I funny. You know, I like, remember that movie. There was there was a couple movies when I was young. My um. My neighbor next door, growing up, he was a year older than me, but we would like, we'd do sleepovers, like we'd hang out. We we you know we yeah. probably the same age, and I would sleep over his house, and we would stay up late, and we'd find, off like just scary what we thought was scary movies at the time, and there's like two movies calling off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we actually, I, I get, to, but <laughs> that's Dave's biggest horror movie, Fresh yeah. Produce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stale or die. Yeah. <laughs> The cob, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's like there's like two there's like two scenes from two different movies that I distinctly remember, and cannot remember the movie who was in it what it was about. But there's two yeah. scenes I can see in my head, and I just I'm hoping I stumble across them someday, just so I can say that was the movie. That was the movie. Yeah. But we we used to watch at that time, and like we stay up all hours of the night, at like two o'clock in the morning. There used to be like the the local. TV show like cable channel would show dog races at the dog track. Yeah, yep. And there was a guy that would read. They would commentate it, but he would read like fan mail, and it was <laughs> yeah. like yes, it was yeah, like, like Peter. It was like letters from other 
lonely widowers that were like, thank you for showing me these dogs. This is great. And there was one, one, it was honestly, it was a guy sitting in front. Clearly it was, it was just a guy, middle-aged, like salt and pepper hair in like a a studio with like a sheet hanging behind him. And we, I distinctly remember one time we'd be like, let's check to see if we have any fan mail. And he does one of these. Appears we don't have any. Because it was a live show. <laughs> and I was like, I remember being like nine years old. That was the funniest thing. You just like, we don't have any. No family. Nothing. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. But that was, I, re- I remember that. I remember the dog races. Mm. I remember that guy doing the thing. I yep. remember that as a kid. Oh, my God. Yeah. So like, as soon as you started talking about that. But I remember as a kid, there's a few movies that I remember loving and, and watching over and over with my cousins who were the same age. And uh, I couldn't tell you what they were. One of them I remembered recently, it was a, uh, an animated movie called the last unicorn. Do you remember that thing? Yes. It was, so, there was some weird imagery. Do you remember in there. that thing? <laughs> but it was like, as a kid, I was like, Oh, it was kind of scary and this, and that, but then I go back and watch yeah. it. Like, this is fucked up. It, it was, was some that, weird the troll. The troll guy with the bow and arrow shoots the unicorn and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, and there was a tree yeah. that grew big tits and swallowed one of the guys. It was a weird yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. The best part was Christopher tree. Lee voiced one of the characters, and I was like, I know who that is now. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, well, Chris, there was the- Christopher Lee signed up for everything. Yeah. Well, everything. Fuck he, it. There he, was never a script he said no to. No, he also yep. he also made monster movies popular again in the 50s and 60s when they were colorized yep. and all that but fun for stuff. every good one he did there mm. were f- 10 italian bad awful. ones that oh, were yeah. horrendous awful. you know but he he literally just would walk in the studios and be like what do you got for me like a temp yeah. worker yeah fuck it yeah. he just showed up if you have a gap to fill i'll, I'll act <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep but, anyway. but no the, but it was just funny seeing that there and i was just like blown away by that yeah and but I mean, other than that, that was it. I didn't do anything else. <laughs> but it just blew, it just made me think. I I wonder if that's where I got my love for those. I mean, I always loved sci-fi, but just for those whatever. I don't. It's well, I, I, I bet know there's, it's bad, there's but something I still like it. I can I can I like while we were talking, I looked up the movie on my phone and I, I see like the poster and it was like that cartoon drawn to look like and it, it looks like you know what the movie feels like when you watch it. Yeah, it's like it's yep. almost not. It's not quite like a handheld camera. It's close, but it was steady. Cl- yeah, you know what yes, I mean. Exactly. But, so I, th- I, I wouldn't be surprised if like you just get a feel for like that was a fun movie and it wasn't a conscious decision you made. So essentially, it's not your fault. You like shitty movies. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> so we Stop whose trying fault to find is deeper meaning in this? Yeah. yeah whose yeah, fault it is exist. it really, Richard Hatch? Richard Hatch, yeah. <laughs> yep. A Battlestar Galactica theme. That's not right. Not Survivor in Federal Prison. Yeah. Bring the other guy, too. <laughs> I'm going to throw that disclaimer in there. Yeah, the, the other Richard Hatch is more concerned about the, the meat store, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Look, if you're not going to get it right, don't disrespect it. <laughs> Just don't talk about it. What, you what don't it have called? the reverence. Meat, meat farm. Throbbing meat. meat what is it? <laughs> meat veins. It's the Gristle Gallery. <laughs> gristle Gallery. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, shit. Oh, well, that, that was, I mean, we've just spent, like, what we usually do, 30 minutes on how our weeks were. Yep. And like Brad said, this week he's the star of our show. So I don't yep. think, Craig, I don't think we should take any more of the spotlight away from Brad. Um, no. Because 
we we know he needs it with that pale ass face on this camera. So um, <laughs> I've got color now. All right, I've so got some... no, you have a color, and it's not yeah. right. But let's <laughs> let's push forward. So so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm color. taking shit from a guy who literally can't control his, his lower half of his body. Between no. restless leg syndrome and fucking spastic colon. And I'm the one taking shit because my computer doesn't have quite as good of a camera. Oh, Eat shit, shit, Dave. Eat my shit. You look like someone colored an ultrasound picture with a crayon. <laughs> I can't even argue that. That's fucking funny. That's fucking funny. I I, I, I concede to my greater wisdom. How about it? Uh, yeah. oh. All right, so with that, Brad, why don't you lead us into where we're going for the rest of this episode? All right, well, one of the things we covered over the last few weeks, since you want to you know, make this my show, which is a bunch of shit, by the way, so cut that out. You've been but... wanting to make it your show since at least I joined. No, I wanted to make it mine because you joined. Oh. <laughs> Either way, I'm still right in the end. Big yeah. difference. No, no you're, you're not right in your end, oh, that's for that's... sure. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it. Um, I want to have some fun this week, and... So even though we're like kind of hinting at regret, I think we have the chance to hypothetically fix the past and maybe even improve the future, all while kind of being stuck in our pathetic present. And I think we should do that by kind of reintroducing yourselves to not only each other, but also to the listeners. And I think there's no better way for the three idiots on this show who are so buried in pop culture. Craig did 20 minutes on a movie he couldn't remember the name of. Okay. But I think that's an appropriate segue because I am going to ask you guys for the first first thing today to cast the movie of your lives. Ooh. And that includes okay. all lead and supporting actors, at least one primary director, and it has to have one that guy in it. Because that guys are awesome in Hollywood, not only because they're awesome, but also because they're based on the fact that we all know somebody like that. <laughs> and yep. that's why they work. So I... I wanted to have some fun with it i was curious to see how you guys see yourselves if you were making a movie about your own life the plot's not important because none of us are important <laughs> yeah That's and because yeah. he didn't put anything on the outline craig goes first ah uh, but i did <laughs> so the life of craig <laughs> directed by none other than roger corman because that's my thing. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. Know your so, lane. Stay in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to be shitty with crappy edits and just weird shit and choppy, like my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your life is a series of jump cuts. I agree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just like all the carpets ever installed. Off. <laughs> yeah. Don't let that joke die on the vine. That was funny. No, that was oh, that man. was fucking funny. That was fucking funny. Oh shit! All right, so I got to, casting in my family, my immediate family here. Would me to start off would be I had trouble with this because it would have to be either Chris Pat Pratt or Daniel Radcliffe. Not sure I'd have to see the fucking audition tapes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fran no, would be no, playing no, by no 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 no. no, no. You don't get to move rewind. past that. What do you mean? 
<laughs> I need to see the audition tapes. <laughs> well, The Rock wasn't available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking kidding me? Go back and try again, you idiot. Dude, <laughs> what do you that, mean? That answer is only valid if Chris Pratt is playing you and Daniel Radcliffe is playing that fucking thing <laughs> hanging off your neck. <laughs> All right, done. Both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why on earth would you but, pick those two actors? What do they have in common other than skin and teeth? Well, <laughs> I think Daniel Radcliffe wore glasses in, in fucking Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Fodder and the Prisoner of... Oh, my God. Yeah, Harry Fodder and the Prisoner of yeah. Ascot band. Terrible. What that but joke then, is. Uh, yes. as we, to, to, play, to play my wife... I thought this was perfect because of the characters she typically plays would be uh, Lena Headey. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. I'm I'm to- I'm actually totally on board with that one. That makes I, perfect I agree. sense. I, and th- this also shows that you're capable of knowing what other characters should be. Yeah. Why yes. can't you get yourself right? Yeah. Well, because Brad Pitt wasn't available. <laughs> 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 um, my mother, Sally Fields. Oh, good call on that one. Okay. Even um, though it's Sally Field, my yeah, well, so, yeah, well, yeah. Sorry, Sally Field. Uh, my stepdad would be Steve Martin. Okay, I met right. him once, but yeah, I'm with you. And because uh, he is, he's very slapstick, silly, but he's very serious and grown up at the same time. Cool. You know what I? I you know what I mean? It was just it, it seemed to fit. He's um, yeah. Uncle Uncle Jay is the guy from what I've heard that nobody wanted to ever disappoint. No, you don't want to disappoint the guy at all because he's very serious and he, and he takes everything very serious, but he doesn't. He's very silly he's, about He's everything. goofy, but he takes yeah. things to heart, I think is is where it is. Yes. It's yeah. funny because I remember like I remember Rayanne telling a story. She's like, oh, yeah, we used to fucking do this. Like, didn't care what they wrecked of, of your mother's, of her mother's, of the uncle. Yeah. Like, they're like, fuck it, whatever. But we don't want to upset Uncle Jay. Yeah. yeah yep. No, we don't want to upset Jay. <laughs> He's just too nice of a guy, and that's what I feel about like st- seeing Steve Martin. He seems like he's a genuinely nice guy, and he yeah. acts normal. But then there's those moments where he's just ridiculously silly, and yeah. that reminds me of my stepfather. All right, um, get that good call. And then um, my my actual father, my biological father, is that guy John C. McGinley. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Because my father has that sarcastic. But comedic part to him, you All know right. what I mean? And it, it just it seemed to fit. And he kind of looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was that. Um, then for my sister Carolyn, I chose Jenny McCarthy because um, all right, burp and fart jokes will make her laugh. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, she's thing? usually That's the one Jenny burping McCarthy. and farting, though, right? What's that? She's usually the one burping and farting. Yeah. Wait, who? Caitlin yeah. or Jenny McCarthy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what that's what no, get but, Jenny McCarthy partially famous on that MTV show, right? Yeah, well, she was just out out there, but she was like one of the guys, and that's my sister yeah. Caitlin. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. You know what I mean? And that was more that was more of the thing. She's one of the guys. She's got that same sense of humor and you know what I mean? that immaturity about her that is I thought that fit. And then my sister Courtney would be Reese Witherspoon. Very um tries to act over very down to earth, but classy and very um 
concerned with her appearance and the way she presents herself. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just I'm picturing. Oh, I'm picturing a sweet home Alabama with yep. with the the, well, the lead yeah. act. Wait, wait, wait! Yeah. With the lead actress marrying a black dude, and that movie is going to end very differently. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the name uh, of the movie to Split Home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and then I move on to my friends. Oh. And I had. There's no one um, to cast. Mike would be Gary Busey. <laughs> what? <laughs> Manny was Nick Nolte. Oh, right. are, you, you just the, more, the craziest who, looking people in Hollywood. I was going to say, who's with the, the bad mugshot? The yeah. tamer version of, of Gary Busey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're related. You know what I mean? <laughs> Manny, it's like, Manny and Mike are related. So Nick Nolte is basically Gary Busey before he ripped a line of cocaine in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're out drinking with them both. Nick Nolte is the before; he's the after. But you're all yeah. still drunk and fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, for Dave, I chose Seth Rogen. God damn it! Yeah, I knew that was coming because I knew he hates him. But I they're hate both the same guy. size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you laugh like that too. God just damn so it! You know. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of you course, you see how Brad... he got pissed there. Hold up a second. He got pissed because <laughs> he realized you, you, it. You made a fat joke. No, and, and no. Dave did, did like three push-ups this week and drank a few seltzers, and all of a sudden he's like fucking Richard Simmons over here. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he got more upset because he made fun of of his laugh. And then yes. I said, "Yeah, you do that." <laughs> and he, I, and he I got upset it. because I couldn't argue with his his yeah. choice. Oh, That's wow. why I'm yeah. upset. Then retract like, it. Damn it! Yeah. yeah, fuck. And then, um, for, for as Brad, I had James Spader. James Spader. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else likes him. No. <laughs> I'm still good with that. No, I just thought it for some reason. I don't reason, need just... your affirmation, you ugly fuck. <laughs> For some reason, no. For some reason, it wasn't. It wasn't that. I just said that. It for some reason, it just it seemed right. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually I can picture that. Yes, and it was more of a less of a breakdown between his previous characters to even his current one, like on Blacklist. For some reason, I don't know. I just saw it. It I mean, even when he was fucking Ultron, he was a pretentious asshole. Yes. Yeah. And (laughs) and, And yet, I'm okay with this. Go on. No, it just it just it See, just fit. Even, even when you're even when you're making fun of him, he still wants to hear more about himself. <laughs> yeah, go on. By all means, continue. That's but fucked that up. Was it. Go on. But that was it. Roll credits. That's good. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm last in this movie. At least James Spader makes a cameo. Yeah, you get the closing scene. So everybody's like, Oh, remember that James Kamajaki. Spader movie? Yeah. Oh, I like Am it. I credited like, as grammar Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> he, like you were but cast just to put on be, the poster? James Spader <laughs> would be the guy to come out and be like, I'm sorry, that's two with two O's. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, he'd do it snarkier. He'd be like, yeah. two. You know? Yeah. He, he, he yeah. says more with his inflection than with his words. He does. He's a good, good actor. He's a damn good actor. I, I like James Spader a lot. He was great yeah. on The Office. When he played Robert California? Robert California was fantastic. <laughs> that character. season could have been lost forever if they didn't get him, man. Yep. 
Yep. It's good shit. And speaking of shit, Dave's movie oh, is an appropriate yeah. title. So, Dave, take it, my friend. Yeah, my uh, the movie about me would be called Shit Show <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> and... And I think that the timing of you asking this... It all this, takes place in one room lined with plastic right. like Dexter. <laughs> it's just Dave trying to get up. Yeah. He's just slipping everywhere. Just 30 minutes of rocking back and forth. Yeah. We shouldn't call it shit show. We should call it no-mentum. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no momentum. Uh, <laughs> oh god. god. Damn it. Uh, so my first thought if it's, if it's a movie called Shit Show, you can't have anyone else but Fred Durst direct it. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opening line would be like, I can't do talk too long, I have to poo. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Only this time it's a relevant plot point. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, it'd, be, it'd be a slight difference, but like, I can't t- talk too long. I'm pooing. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Either some... that or just everybody talks to you too long. <laughs> About halfway through, he's like, no, I can hang all afternoon now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the opening scene is my face just all red, and then the rest of the movie, I'm hobbling around. Yeah, sweating. Yeah. <laughs> I am Walking not like you just got off a horse. <laughs> Just ice skating sideways around town. <laughs> oh, shit. He takes oh. selfies with stained jeans. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I, could, I could be portrayed by none other than Richard Karn. Wilson okay. himself. Not really? Wilson. Uh, okay. Al Borland. Al Borland himself. And that is perfect. Al Borland. Yeah, perfect. Ever since I was able to grow a beard, people have been like, you know who you look like? I'm like, yes, I know who I look like. Yeah. Please drive through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I used to I used to play this game in, in my training classes where I would, I would have a new group of 16 people every month or so. And I'd be with them for two straight weeks at least. And a lot of people, I would look at them. There'd be three or four people every class between 16 and 20 people. There'd be three or four that would remind me of some celebrity, like they had a celebrity doppelganger, and I would try to figure it out, and I'd play this game with them over the two weeks, and it was yeah. fun after that I did the first one or two because for the rest of the class, I could see everybody else just like sitting and staring at folks like, hmm. Trying to figure it out, yeah. Trying, But that would tell them, hey, look at me and tell me who it was, who you think I look like, and I had a running list of celebrities that I would consistently get as my doppelganger. I I would get Al Borland. I would get Kevin Smith when he was still fat. I would yeah. <laughs> I would I would get Turtle from Entourage when he was still fat. Oh, I don't yeah. see that one. I don't see that I, one. Yeah. It, every I see so the often. Kevin Smith. Yeah, I mean if you do this no, job with just, my hat on backwards. Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, Kevin that's Smith. Kevin Smith right there. Yeah. And I could do this his stupid picture face. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> now that's Travolta from that movie we talked about a few weeks yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. No, this <laughs> anyway. <laughs> See that has to be one of our video clips now. Yeah, that has oh, to be yeah. a video oh, clip yeah. now. That'll be in there. Um so basically any celebrity you can think that was a little overweight and had a beard, I would get as as a doppelganger. <laughs> 
It was, yeah. never failed. You're like Hurley from Lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not that big. Jesus. He was fat and eventually bearded. Curly from uh, Lost. Shit. If he was fat, eventually bearded. bearded. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going, Dave. This oh, is, keep going. You've, got, you've, you've intrigued me. I I'm like sorry. This I'm sorry. Movie. Yeah. Um. So for my my wife, who I've consistently said is way out of my league, I would I would cast it's not Gal just Gadot, you. Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, I know. It's public knowledge. <laughs> yeah. There's, there are records filed at city hall saying Gal Gadot. That. Somebody chopped her legs off at the knees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> what's ran five one? Yeah. <laughs> but Dave, I got uh, way more. When, when you got way, married, way better, way better looking. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But like my 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 thought was her stunt double would be Gina Carano. So there you, you go. can't let her go though. Mm-mm. Gina Carano no, got you in trouble the last time we did something yep. like this. No, we're cool now. That's we're it. Good. You're we're not going to be able to watch the second season of The Mandalorian. You're fucked. <laughs> she doesn't know what yeah. coming out. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask, though, when you got married, did the minister or the judge or whoever married you, did they, like, say, you know, are you sure to Rayanne <laughs> when you exchange vows? <laughs> you know, it was, like, like, really written right on the certificate? <laughs> everybody between here and where we got married asked her that question. Just in the it's, middle of it, he's like, do you, Rayanne, want to blink twice if you're in trouble? <laughs> Say <Save> it. <laughs> <laughs> she has a whole notebook of safe words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds right. All right. Sorry about that. And, no, no, uh, no. Apologies totally to Rayanne again for Gina Carano. No. Nah, yeah. yeah, see? Um, my kids were kind of, that was a little weird one. Um, my, my oldest, I, I picture her like, I don't know if you guys remember Kirsten Dunst when she was in an interview with the vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like she was like, she was cute and dainty and everything. But if you talk to her, like she had a little side to her. Yep. That's my oldest. And she like, was more adult than her years would let on. Yeah. We, like, I only met your daughter the, you know, the handful of times, but I have to say one of the things that strikes me about her is how composed she is. Yeah, it's funny. She's she's yeah. not quite eleven yet, and she's had the nickname of Nelly for uh, since she was a baby. She was just kind of wild as a kid. She was all over the place, just moving. So it was like whoa, Nelly, and kind of stuck. So, but she's yeah. grown up. She acts like a grandmother. We call her Nana Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll we'll find her sitting with the two and a half year old, like reading stories. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I wanted to read her a book, and I like, I don't even want to read this kid books. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, so, though. Yeah, that's so, but, awesome. Though. No, she's, she's great, kind though. of an old soul, and I think that's why she, she and Sophia got along so well. She is, yeah, yeah. Pair I'll, I'll right agree there. with that because, yeah, that both of them. Yep. yep. She she actually mentions your daughter, but she's like, she's like, are we gonna get to see them again? I'm like, yeah, someday, when we're allowed yeah. back out. <laughs> yeah, when we four years from now, outside. Dave's gonna still be using COVID as an excuse not to <laughs> hang out with our family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. There's trace amounts, and they had the mice, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. in the air now. It's in the air. <laughs> the mice. I heard these Chinese COVID. people down in Bristol. They cough a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing bad in East Providence. No, right? Yeah, yeah. no. Nah, nah. oh, okay, mean. keep going, um, Matthew. Let's my get to son. Matthew. Would, he'd be evil, can evil. <laughs> <laughs> He's. 
<laughs> Daddy, I want to jump off that. No, buddy. Yeah, but no, dude. Yeah, but <laughs> he's he's the kid turning turning couch pillows like like decorative pillows into uh, uh, sleds in the living room on the hardwood floors. Like that's him. Yeah, that's awesome. Though, did you yeah. remind him of the time where he broke his arm and had to wear a pillow? Yeah, he yeah. doesn't care. Maybe walking walking around with the big foam box around his walking around like this. <laughs> yeah. Just walking around. Hey, yeah, doesn't care. He didn't care. He didn't care either. I asked him like, "Does it hurt?" He's like, "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gotta hand it to you and never repeat this to him, but the amount of don't give a fuck that your kid has is mm. impressive. Yeah. He doesn't fucking it's care impre- at all. Yep. Yep. I've noticed that about him. That's why no. I don't want to play nerf darts with him. I really don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's the kid that will he will wade his way through a hailstorm of bullets just to hit you once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm afraid I'm gonna like have a blood sugar attack collapse <laughs> and he's just gonna be there kicking me with his toe. No, yeah. no, no. Trying to get no. me to move just so he can shoot me again. He's smart yeah. about some things. He'll wait till you come to. He'll be standing over you with just like his gun waiting for you to open your eyes. Yeah. There's no fun in dead prey, I guess. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't want anybody calling him a cheetah. No. no. <laughs> but it's funny. He's, and he, he's just like his little sister, which is why I figured I'd cast her with Robbie Knievel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like him she's just like him she so just, that she... diaper chain scene is gonna be epic oh my god no this kid this this kid doesn't like pants i can't tell you how often this two and a half year old is running around our house with no pants on that runs in our family i've heard that uh, yeah. I, we saw it tonight craig yeah. made the I'm mistake of standing right up yeah why put some fucking pants why on would I, some why dignity. would i have to no dignity I don't know. You know what? Like, it's not just it's not just him, too. Like, it's everybody. Like, I remember Ran has told me stories about when her sisters would come home from school and just, like, take their pants off. I'm like, what kind of house did you live in? <laughs> and why don't you do that when you come home from work? Yeah. <laughs> but why would I wear pants right now? Exactly. Dave, and, like, you and the- I are effectively the same person. Why are we not, like, friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see. I don't see any reason to be wearing pants right now. Yeah, well, she, but like, she's just like that, man. We'll be like, all right, you want to put your pants on? No. Yeah. Oh. And I don't know if I know, Craig. You you haven't. You may have seen it. And Brad, I know you have. If you've ever tried to wrestle clothes onto a two and a half year old, oh, it's yeah. not worth the effort or the mental anguish you're going to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm like, Kids' clothes fit right when they're on. But only when they're on. Only when they're on. Other <laughs> curve, roll, and bump. And I mean, my daughter, when she was young, she's the same weight now. <laughs> <laughs> she just grew. But I mean, it, she looked like we tied her off with rubber bands trying to like kill her circulation. <laughs> that, that was most of her childhood. You know, that and stuff. Little Michelin Tokyo. man. Oh, my oh it was God. worse. It was worse. <laughs> she had five chins, and all she ate was cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kid scared me. I'm like, oh great! I'm gonna have the kid with the great personality all through school, <laughs> stinking but, uh, like cheese, yeah. <laughs> reeking of dairy. Oh, yeah, my God. it was it was awful, awful. But then she just stretched. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. But you know, we we tried to get pants on her, and once they were on, she could move. Oh but, yeah, you know that knee section. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing is is kids that age have this ability to turn their bodies into like liquid. 
Like I never like it's amazing how how loosely their joints fit together and what they can. They're like fucking moles. They can squeeze through a fucking keyhole if they have to. Yeah, yeah right into my house, <laughs> right in my walls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. But I, I don't want to talk about again. how I've handled that because I'll probably get arrested. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I just I've let her drop a couple times. I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna do this, I'm gonna let you deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> Dave. Let That's me it. remind you, just to reassure you, that I once told the story on this show about putting a thermometer, thermometer. in my son's rectum, yeah. and worried that I shattered it, and then starting a conversation with my mother without telling her that part of the story, yeah. <laughs> and just going right ahead with it. The good news is there's no rectal tearing, mom. <laughs> Literally answered the phone and said that right away because I knew why she was calling. <laughs> If you can think of a better intro to a phone call, I, I defy you. I defy you. <laughs> at, le- at least you didn't follow that up with, yes, but how's Ethan? <laughs> <laughs> when you come up next week, uh, bring cucumbers. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you freeze them first. <laughs> That's how the conversation started to, when, they, when the cops called John Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is the head's intact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, the head's not there, but there's no rectal bleeding. Yeah. He <laughs> seemed pretty intact south of the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because this shouldn't be this funny. <laughs> and it definitely shouldn't have stemmed from a conversation about a movie about your family. No. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Are you, oh. do you? Yeah, you, let's complete your cast. Oh yeah. So the only people I have left are you two guys. So Brad, fittingly enough, would be cast by one of those guys, and that guy I picked was Adam Goldberg. Dude, Ooh. you know what's funny? Based purely is, on looks. You know what's funny is That's I not changed. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's he's. I, like I don't, I, I we pick on your big your nose a lot, but like that's it's a prominent feature of his. Yeah, but, but he's got only, that neurotic, not neurotic, but he's got that like persistent personality pers- too. No, yeah, I get it. I get it. Because you're not you know the first funny one to say that. Is you wrote yours in in the outline, which I was glad you did because I had that. No Brad, shit. <laughs> yes, that was Brad in in mine, and I saw it and I changed it, and that's when I swapped my father. To you know, to be out to that, and which I still like the James Spader because I was actually a toss up with James Spader's a good one. I would have never picked that. Honestly, I like that idea. I'm going with that. Yeah, I I think the James Spader personality that that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. And then the only the only other one I had was you, man, and I would cast you with Jesse Smollett. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) He. He was the black guy that everybody loved until they found out, and they were like, no, he's not one of us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's been, he's Fuck put that on guy. white face. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, wearing white face, walking and, around. Yeah. And if, if I had money left in my budget for this movie, my, my two neighbors, Jay and Steve, I would cast with Selma Hayek and Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> just just to be surrounded by them. Yeah. That'd be great. Kate walk, Beckinsale walks into the scene. You're like, hey, Steve. Yep. She's cutting her grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you act like nothing. Nothing is weird about the fact and white that white lingerie. Steve. Yeah, fuck it. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. I'd be throwing Taking sticks. A- like, hey, pick that up. Oh, you got some acorns over there. Yeah, go get that, <laughs> Phil. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyway, um, so that would be yep. my movie. 
Hey. Awesome. And there's only one movie left to cast, and that is The Man of the Hour. The Man of the Hour. Okay, this Brad. isn't like a fucking birthday party. Let's 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 settle that shit down. Nope. Um, <laughs> there is one movie left. You guys joke about me all the time, but th- there's really two things that define me based on this show. 136 other episodes prior. Uh, so my movie is called Overthinking and Overdrinking. Oh, I was going to say it's pale in your nose, but okay, let's go with that. <laughs> That's good. I'm sorry. I, I, could, could you move your fat and repeat that? You, you <laughs> the the, no, it would be great if the name of this movie was Paranormal Activity. Just because the camera that he's using. <laughs> you know, just as you said that, your camera got all weird. Yeah, like for real, your camera just got weird. But anyway, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> the director of my movie would be none other than the incomparable Spike Lee. That makes because sense. I don't think anybody captures suburban white boy plight quite like Spike Lee. <laughs> oh, see, I was going the opposite way. I'm like, oh, he's a fake New Yorker too. Why not? You're oh, right. Oh, oh. <laughs> you lived in Buffalo. What the fuck do you know about New York? You pee on midgets. I know more about Canada than New York. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, at least you admit it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be played by Nicolas Cage because, yes. Obvious reasons. Agreed. Craig, do yeah. you have anything to say about that? Nobody fucking cares. No. <laughs> Melissa would be played by Rachel McAdams because I love Rachel McAdams, and this is the only way for me to work Rachel McAdams into a conversation. <laughs> so wait, so now I have a question about this. What color hair is she going to have? Now, I understand. Melissa's color. It's okay, Melissa. all right. Well, that's where I was going. Okay. Rachel McAdams has been in a lot of films with every color hair you can think of. She's a natural yeah. brunette, like yep. reddish brown. She will carry her natural color. Okay. I'm good with that. Sophia is a huge fan of Stranger Things. And also, she has more than a passing resemblance to the girl who plays That little black kid? (laughs) No, no. (laughs) David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. Okay, I want you all to look at yourselves in the mirror. You just insulted an 11-year-old girl. (laughs) I know. I insulted you. The the pick that you're going to make is actually fucking perfect. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But in the story that I tell my daughter... You both insulted her. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she was borderline on Dave anyway. Don't really matter. But um, <laughs> you know what's funny is, I I met Millie Bobby Brown. Did you really? Yeah, and she is. I would say your daughter. That's a perfect pick for your daughter because she is way more mature than her age. You know, what I mean? and very just a decent person. Um, intelligent, you know, and she that, seems media trained. She actually yeah. ran into my elbow at that very same Comic Con. She yeah. was running up one of the aisles to get to an autograph session, and she yeah. cracked me right in the elbow. And she looked back with her little dainty British accent, it's like, "I'm sorry." She's and, yeah, British. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I, but um, I, t- I told my daughter this story, and she was like, <gasps> "You touched very, Millie Bobby Brown." I'm like, "Not in the way I would have chosen to, but oh. but just a just a." a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you if they're close to the same age, but I can't ask you that yeah. now. It's right in her no. name. Her character's name is Eleven. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, how, no, old, how, old is, how old is she, this actress? She's I like think 13, she's like, 14. She's early older. teens. Okay, all right. So yeah, she's, she, yeah, she's early she's close. teens. No, yeah. She's a little older. No, now no, she's I, probably about 16. I think she's like 17 now. I See, now I agree with Craig. Like It makes sense because... When I first met your daughter, when I first met Sophia, I thought she was older than she was. 
Yeah. yeah. Simply because of how tall she was. Yeah, and she's now, tall, I but mean... she, she's very smart and she's very uh, mature. I mean, she can still be silly like a kid, and she, you know what I mean. Yeah. And once you get to know her, she'll she'll do. But she's she's polite and just. It's a, it's a good choice. It's a good choice because she seemed, when I met Millie Bobby Brown, that's how she was, and it didn't seem forced like um, like you said, media trained. Yeah, it, there was there was some. There was some. She was genuine. It, there was a lot of genuine. She wasn't in her like her media yeah. mode yet. Yeah, I got you. Seems like a nice so, guy. I don't know much about it because no, I yeah. can't stand the show. I've tried three times to get into that one too, and it's just too much for me. I've never really? watched. I it. love it. I love it's it. A little, it's fantastic. Silly. I mean, show. if you like '80s references, it's great. But okay. Well, that that's the thing. Is, that what, is, is, it, is it built off of like? Is it bank on like your nostalgia keeping? Is the hook? It is. Yeah, I don't know about for that. Me, I, for me, even more because it takes a lot of it. Tend, uh it starts off right with like D and D with Dungeons and Dragons, but then it goes. It's basically eighties. It's our childhood. Okay. That you know what I mean. It's that time. But the so things that are happening it, that drive the story along aren't necessarily driven by a lot of these eighties references. Yeah. I don't, exactly. I mean, there were segments that I did see, and I didn't get that far into it, but it seemed like they were a little shoehorned. But I yeah. was also looking well, for fault, so that's not the way to watch a show. And they pay, they pay homage to a lot of to a lot of older movies from that era too, like even the chase scene on the bikes with the vans, like ET, yeah. like ET. They did that, right. and they and yeah. it and it's they're not they're doing it purposely. Oh, like, I know. So that's I, what I like about it. Okay, it, I mean, you know but what? In it, any it, event, I I think it's I think that's a smart I, it's a I think it's a smart pick. Yeah, she's they have similar like they both carry themselves in a way that makes them seem older than they are, but they're still true to their own age. Like they're still kids. Yeah. Yes. It makes sense. Yes, exactly. So Sophia was Millie Bobby Brown. Um, yep. I thought it was really a nice bit of irony that the best person to play Ethan was actual Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just love to watch Bobby Brown do reenact a scene in my kitchen. And then just out yeah. of nowhere, just bust into like my prerogative. <laughs> I would love nothing more because Ethan—that's the kind of thing Ethan would do too. The amount, I got Ethan him just uh, runs around the house pulling everybody out of a bathtub every time they're trying to take a shower. Exactly. <laughs> like, I call an ambulance. Yeah, yeah, every time the bathroom door's closed for more than five minutes, he slams it open. He has a panic attack when he hears running water. Yeah. <laughs> every time I pour sugar on the counter, he comes running. Yeah. <laughs> Got a credit card and a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Everybody's talking all yeah. this stuff about me. <laughs> Every but time I you gotta... see him, he's wearing, he's wearing a headset like this. He's got the microphone with the earpiece. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk to people. He's got to free his hands for dancing, man. Oh yeah. I, I it cracks me oh, up though God. because we got Ethan an MP3 player a couple years ago, and you know I loaded up with nothing but those like kids music albums like yeah, kids yeah. bop like kids bop yep yeah yeah and i loaded him up with every kids bop imaginable that, that's oh all he God. has on there but he doesn't know how to use the mp3 player to change albums so in his eyes his mp3 player has 12 songs on it 
and it's all reenactments. It just so happens he loves the 80s one. So he's walking around the house like, Dad, you got to hear this hot new song. And he starts going, want it, want it. And it's a riot because he's learning. He's getting the lyrics wrong in that adorable six-year-old oh, way. That's awesome. So, again, Bobby Brown, absolutely. That's there you go. awesome. And not Bobby Christina because she's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> Based also, on the other night, uh, Maggie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Seriously, if you're in the Brown slash Houston family, don't pay it. Just yeah, go. exactly. Nobody's expecting it from a crack addict anyway. Just, so just take go with a it. shower. Take a just shower. Take a, take a shower. Just you're, go out in the rain. Buy your drugs in the rain. I, I give a shit. But uh, the based rest on of the, the other Brown night, family's got life jackets to take baths. <laughs> <laughs> Snorkels. <laughs> And all the snorkels are facing forward when you're standing up. Yeah. <laughs> I get drowning like turkeys looking up in the rain. <laughs> the New Jersey police probably has a special code just for Brown slash Houston emergencies. Right. Like we got a 71. Yep. <laughs> That's right. They were yeah. all in a hot tub. Yeah. Fuck them all. But uh, Maggie is going to be played by Billy the Exterminator based on what I saw the other night. <laughs> the way she she snapped a mouse's neck while the cat just watched like a pathetic piece of shit. Today's my cat's birthday and I should be singing his praises, but I'm staring at him with judgment. You let that mouse walk by and the dog took care of it. You're a fucking cat. Be better. <laughs> Speaking of the cat, Mookie is going to be played by Patrick Stewart because he's also an insufferable prick. <laughs> What's wrong with Patrick Stewart? Nothing, right. but he's British Iconic and he just roles. sounds it. He just sounds like a prick. He sounds judgmental. I could have he... done Ben Kingsley. I mean, would Ben Kingsley oh. sit better with you guys? Yeah, it would. It would. It's the same. I know what you. I know what you're going. I can. With I can. I can. <laughs> listen. I can. I can get more pissed off at Ben Kingsley than Patrick Stewart. I just yeah. think either one of them could be like literally going, ooh, this pasta contains riboflavin, Ribof and you want to hit them. I played him right. in the park. All right. <laughs> exactly. All right. I, I, I got you. Okay. And, All right. And then and then Bobby Brown comes by and is like, which park? Because I bought shit there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, I also have to include my neighbors. I didn't cast you two because I think you two should play yourselves. But oh. I did, uh, I think. Oh, I got my first movie. acting gig. But Emmett the dog is going to be played by Dave. <laughs> because he also shits everywhere without an ounce of concern. <laughs> and then my lesbian neighbor, uh, the owner of Emmett, and uh, a damn fine woman, damn fine woman with a real relaxed way of raising pets. Um, she's gonna be, she's gonna be played by the one and only Earl Bowen. <laughs> and that, my friends, is the cast and crew of Overthinking and Overdrinking. Coming soon, nowhere near you. She, All right. she, she owns a free-range golden retriever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> free-range. <laughs> He's feral only when it comes to shitting. No, he actually knows his targets, but he comes over purposely to piss on my cans. Yeah. Nice. And, I mean, it's getting stupid now, and the, no, the fucking see, landmines in just his, didn't leave. In his eyes... Because he pisses on him. He's like, that motherfucker keeps taking my fucking cans and putting them in his garage during the week. <laughs> That's what it is. He's like, this motherfucker keeps putting those cans in his house like they're his. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, he's got a bunch of um, bones and, and outdoor toys. 
that he plays with. And I think yep. in the middle of the night when I'm going to go over there and shit on them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Will you please like do, take pictures? Pee on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do neither, you fucking pervert. Oh. But, but <laughs> yeah. That would be I, awesome. I, I, I'll take picture of the evidence, okay? I'll do yeah, that. that's what I, that's what I meant. I don't want a picture of you like mid-shit on someone, some <laughs> dog's toy in someone else's yard. Stop acting like that, that was the obvious answer. <laughs> anyway, all right, enough of this. You, we, we've addressed your movie. Now it's time to own your past. Real truth time. Dave, you've been on the show a year and a half now, so there's, there's, you're, you're, no more new guy shit. Okay, was- I, I want all three of us to name two to three truly embarrassing things you've done or enjoyed. Like maybe it's a guilty pleasure that no one on the show or in our audience has ever heard before. So, oh. Dave, don't go to a shit story. It doesn't apply here. It's okay. Gonna, I'm going to have, I mean, someone else is going to have to go first because I literally have to dig to think because I've said fucking everything. I, and nobody <laughs> believes. Nobody. Well, right, you've said I, I it can, all. I can lead us off. I can okay. lead us off. All right. The first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> so when, when I was when I was starting to go through puberty. And you know how you start discovering yourself? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Brad. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What, man? What? I'm sorry. Just a hairball. Poorly timed. Oh, oh yeah. No, that Pre- comes later after puberty. Wiener into the fucking hassock in the fucking corner of the room. No, 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 no. no. That, nothing that elaborate. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I discovered <laughs> I had this rabbit fur. When I was a kid. <laughs> now, now, I was in the Boy Scouts. I got this at, like, some Boy Scout event. It was, it was a rabbit fur, right? A like, pelt. A, it was a, a pelt. pelt. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever held rabbit fur. I had, like, a rabbit's foot, but that's, like, some, that's some soft fucking fur, yeah. right? Now, by the time I was done going through puberty, you could have used that rabbit fur to brush gravel off the back of a Home Depot flatbed. <laughs> Oh. I I <laughs> I discovered that this rabbit fur was much softer than my hands <laughs> and helped me learn about how I was becoming a man. Yeah. So some poor little rabbit rolled over in its grave thousands of times between the age of 14 and 16. Yeah. <laughs> That little rabbit soul. Every time he's walking finally free under the rainbow bridge, he stops and starts twitching because you're jerking so, yourself again yeah. with this thing. So by 1995, you could have used this rabbit fur to scrub clean your laundry. <laughs> it was like it was. It was like I mean, I'm laughing. Corrugated but... metal roofing. By the okay. time I was done with it, I, I want to stay <laughs> silent. And see how many other analogies you can make. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, I, I used to I, I just I used to jerk off with this rabbit fur, this rabbit pelt that I had. I Oh your parents just, are gonna be so mad they gave you that. Oh my god. My yeah. first masturbation wasn't with my hand either. I learned because I decided that humping pillows would be a much better play. Oh. Okay. Two pillows, two pillows, one thick one and firm on the bottom. That's my base. That's my support. And then you have a more pliable top pillow. Oh, that top you can mold. That you can mold. 
into, in, into, in, into whatever weird cotton-covered vag you're dreaming of. Hang on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably two years of doing that before I decided to do it the standard way. And I've never yep. gone back. Also, oh, because okay. every now and then you realize you flip your pillow in the middle of the night and you're sleeping where your balls <laughs> You wake up with a bunch of scratches on the left side of your face. There's just that unmistakable aroma of early childhood ejaculate. That <laughs> I, oh, my God. I can't believe we're going There ain't here. enough fucking right. snuggle fabric so, softener to take that so, shit out. Here you go. This, here you go. See, oh. I knew I could come up with something. Nice. All right, good. Because, all right. So, yeah, I was a kid. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was doing all kinds of things, and you know. So, I took a face cloth, dry was, or wet. Was, no, it was wet with hot water, and I was washing up. You know, and then all of a sudden, I just got down there. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You know, <laughs> like one of those things. Oh, and then oh. next thing I know, I was like, oh, and I just kept it like running warm water on it and going. And then, but the worst part was when I was done, I thought I melted the skin <laughs> because. <laughs> what? Sorry, I was muted. What I said was. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you happened? thought it was candle wax. Tell yeah. me you thought it was I... candle wax. <laughs> I thought I. I thought that I was going at it so hard that I melted my skin. <laughs> I was like, what? I was, I didn't know what to do. Like, I thought I was going to have to tell my mom. It was aw- like, I thought I was melting my skin and it was just jizz. <laughs> that was all. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh my God. I, I remember the, I re- oh, you, you guys are going to hate me. I don't care. I remember the first time I actually was able to get myself to that point where I was able to to to, to jizz, and yeah. I remember thinking like, "Yes, I can it finally like do it." This. <laughs> See, I didn't but, even know about that. Like, no. I thought that was just something that happened. Like, I thought you could control that. Like, oh, oh I'll do it see, now. <laughs> no, like I, I, I specifically remember like certain girls and people in school talking about it. But yeah. never really knowing what it was until it happened. I was like, oh, this is what it talked about. And then my brain went to, I can do this. I'm going to give it to them. And I never did. Yeah. <laughs> like you just decide, okay, now's the moment, release. Yes. Oh, yep. they want this. I have it. I'll give it to them. That's, I never gave it to them. That's, I thought, like, I thought you decided when you were going to do that. Oh. I kind of did too. I one of my biggest fantasies there was like, one like girl I'll do it now. Not, like here we go. Yeah, there was, there was <laughs> one of my fantasies was, and this is a deep dark one. But we're in my childhood bedroom, and we see that her parents have pulled in the driveway. That shows you how young I was. You, Jesus, he's already fantasizing about being caught and doing it. And right? <laughs> no, not even being caught. It's just so there, there, there was an urgency. <laughs> there was urgency, but yet none of us were driving. Yeah, like her parents were coming to get her, and yet in my fantasy, I believe that we could nut three times before that it was time to for her to run down the stairs. So it was basically, <laughs> uh, wait, uh, and wait one more for good measure. Uh, all right, get you. <laughs> and yeah, and that one carried me for like six months. Oh, that's awesome. See, I that was also- a go-to. 
I also used to think that that people having sex was like straight up and down, because everything I ever <laughs> yeah. saw like. No, every everything yeah. I ever saw as a kid, you know, I used to like try to sneak in and see like scenes of movies that your parents were watching yeah. or something. Yeah. Anytime there was a sex scene, there was a man on top of a woman and they were going up and down. So I thought you it just, was like it was a vertical. You thought action. it was like below her belly button straight I, in. Like, right. <laughs> I thought he was like it was like fucking plunging a toilet. Like, that's what I thought was happening. <laughs> it all comes back to that. <laughs> We're talking about a 13-year-old's masturbatory stories and you're like, "Oh yeah, just like let's just use shit as example." Uh, I remember the first time I ever when I lost my virginity and I finally like got it in. I was so shocked that I was in that I didn't hump for like a minute. <laughs> you just like held on. Yeah. I was like and in my head, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. This is happening. Like, <laughs> don't dude. ruin it, stupid. Yeah, don't. <laughs> and then finally, she was like, uh, like, um, yeah, like she's. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, oh oh, yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you had wedding cake to look forward to right after. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and that was the last time I got laid. <laughs> yep. What's with uh, all this more than one shit? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dave, you have any more? Oh, it's, oh, it's back do. to me already. Well, it's it's not back to you. I just figured let's blow through yours because we're all obviously going to add to it. The, the only other one I I that comes to mind is this is something that happened actually fairly recently. It was probably about. Five, five, maybe five years ago, right around, give or take a year or two. Um, my wife and I went to a um, a bar right down the street, not far from here. And we were watching, we were sitting at the bar just having drinks, having food. Like, we used to go here a lot before we had the baby and just, like, drink booze, have a good time. And the, the hockey playoffs were on, the, Blue, the Bruins were on. And we had a bad thunderstorm and the cable went out in the bar. So there was no more, nothing else on the TV. So people we just sitting around drinking. And we start bullshitting with this guy next to us. And we're talking back and forth. And he's got a bunch of tattoos on his arm of, like, comic book characters. He's got, like, Spider-Man and Wolverine and all these folks, like, original-looking comic characters. Yeah. So we start talking about this stuff. And it was about the time that, that the Marvel movies were getting very popular. So we start bullshitting with this guy. And and he's he looks at us, Rand and I, and he's like, do you guys smoke? And I was like, well, no, not really. And she's like, yeah, I have. He's like. Do you want to come back to my place? And before we could respond, Rayanne is thinking like, all right, this is a little weird. We can maybe hang out with this guy. And before I was loaded, I was like, sure, let's go. <laughs> Seems harmless. Right, right. This is the this is every movie I've ever seen in high school about what not to do. Yep. And so he's like, all right, well, why don't you guys follow me? So we get in the car, loaded. Follow him to his house on the other side of East Providence. And we get there. It's a nice house in the middle of a neighborhood. And he's like, hey, you got to be quiet. My in-laws are in town visiting. So we sneak his through this guy's. <laughs> we sneak through his front door, his living room kitchen, and go down to the basement. And his house, the basement is a field stone basement with exposed walls. So this is like, this is where, where Buffalo Bill lives. Yeah. <laughs> we come down the stairs. 
And as you come off the stairs, there's a life-size Spider-Man statue standing there, nice. ready to pounce. And he's got his and little so man cave. He. Yeah, he's got his little man cave set up. <laughs> and he's like, do you guys want to smoke some weed? And I was like, yeah, I want to smoke some weed. I've never smoked weed before in my life. <laughs> nice. And Rayanne's like, yeah, okay, because she actually has. So he he pulls out his bong, he he lights it up, he sm- he takes a few puffs, gives it to Rain. They give it to me, and they watch me fumble with the thing like I've never used it before in my life because I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at her with this disgustingly disdain, per, you know, f- expression. He's like, "I'll pack him a bowl." Yeah. <laughs> so he pulls out his seventh grade ceramic bowl and packs it. And lights it and hands it to me. I still can't get it to work. And he's like, <laughs> do you want some to my wife? And by the time he looks back, I'm starting to pass out. <laughs> so the last thing I remember is this guy saying, do you want to watch Predator? <laughs> I feel like and you could with that line. It's the same yeah, first story. reaction was, yeah. Well, my that's exactly, my response is why the fuck would I not want to watch Predator? It's <laughs> yeah. the greatest action movie of all time. So yeah. he puts it on. We haven't even seen Carl Weathers' name on the screen. I passed out drooling on this man's man couch in his basement with his family upstairs, <laughs> with his rabbit for a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> now, now my wife realizes I'm fucked up. I'm out, and she's like, I gotta get him out of here. But we're stuck in the basement with Jim Bob, whatever the fuck his name was, wanting to smoke weed and watch Predator to get away from his family upstairs. So she's like, he's fucked up. I got to get him out of here. My next recollection is I'm on the front steps of this guy's house in the middle of a thunderstorm, enjoying the weather. (laughs) She's like, you need to get your shit together. I don't know where we are. And I'm like, get me in the car. We'll get home. She gets me to the car, passenger seat. She gets in the driver's seat, and somehow I'm able to direct her back to our house flawlessly. And she, <laughs> after drinking and smoking, is able to drive us there flawlessly. <laughs> we pull up to the house as if we were valeted. We park <laughs> nice and softly. We get out of the car, and that's when the wheels really fall off. So at this point, she's like, I can't believe I make it home. And I'm like, I'm going to go sit on the neighbor's steps and enjoy the rain. So I proceeded to walk next door, take my (laughs) shirt off, sit on my neighbor's concrete steps and enjoy the rain like I just escaped Shawshank Prison. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot. And that was my first time smoking weed. (laughs) God damn, kid. Yeah. That's really good. All from a sushi bar? Yeah, and we still go there. It's really good. <laughs> but that's that's a story that Rand will sometimes tell her friends, like, oh, here's what Dave did once. And I'm like, will you stop it? Just stop it. But since we're that's sharing stories story. that are kind of embarrassing, I I want to hear her version of it. Oh, you know what? Maybe sometime this week I'll have her sit down with me. We'll record it, and we can line them up. I think that'd be great. It's, I, I it's probably hear... way better. 
The story oh, at yeah. the beginning, it's it was good. A lot, you told a it lot great. more rapey though. The beginning of the but, story yeah. is way more rape. And I'm like, wow, you mentioned like mistakes you made in high school. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Blood on the Highway is probably also the name of your first sex tape. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like, we actually bullshitted with this guy for at least uh, an hour or so. Just like, he just happened to be the guy sitting next to us at the bar. And then he decided yep. to smoke you up while his in laws were upstairs. And by the way, those weren't his in laws. No. Those were his parents. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, no, no, he it was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He it was a nice there. house, man. I I don't know. You, he now had that a you nice couch it, in the basement. That was his room. That was his yep. parents upstairs. He had a giant, a full size Spider Man downstairs. That was his bedroom. Yeah, that was his. I that was his apartment. That till right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I if you had stayed conscious, there would have been some raping going on. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's more concerning is you passed out, and he made no advances towards Ray. That's no. what I was thinking. So you were the one. He was trying to all the time. Dave, he was like shit. She's he was trying to get her to smoke weed so she would pass out so he could fuck her pass. That was, that was it. Yeah. That guy went out for sake and a spicy tuna Dave roll. Very yeah, quickly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Cuz no at doubt. that point I would have just been like, "Look at your piece of shit fucking boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> All hammered and fucked up. You want to fucking hang him out with, with me? a real man? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh shit. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, let me lead off with one that I'm still embarrassed about to this day, and All not right. because it was that made me look. Well, it, it, it wasn't like an accident. Okay. It was something I did that was so consciously dumb that I'll never, I'll never live it down. And even though everybody involved on the other side of the net, and I'll explain that in a minute, uh, is totally forgiven me, and we're all friends today, I this is something I'll take to the grave with me. My uh, high school used to run these open volleyball nights. Like, okay. if you can get a team of five people, sign yeah. up, and we, we'll play like a round-robin tournament. It was something to do on a Wednesday night that didn't involve a movie or whatever, you know? It was, it was like, yeah. like kind of like pick up basketball or something? More or less, yeah. Okay. yeah. It, it was basically, right. but yep. our school sponsored it. And so I had a good team of five. I, we were playing the women's, basically the starting five of the girls' high school volleyball team. Nice. And they were beating the shit out of us. And rightfully <laughs> so. And you <laughs> loved yeah. every minute of it. Well, no, no. I didn't. And that's where I went wrong. Oh, I was with a bunch of guys. Now, we were all friends and everything, but I had this weird competitive streak that thankfully has died down a lot. You know, I still get competitive. Like, you know, Dave, Dave, you're very competitive. I get it. And I'm kind of with you on that. But I started dropping C-bombs like it was going out of sight. Oh, really? Every really? time, I mean, these are girls. Some of them went on to college to play volleyball. Did you did you build up to that? Yeah, did they just didn't just come. No, I didn't come out with a, bu- a bucket of rage. We lost two or three consecutive points right away. Okay. And the the girls are putting spin on the serves and they're doing jump serves and where you know I'm still serving underhand because I don't know how to, yeah. to, to coordinate it. Yeah. You know? and but yet I had this weird sense of machismo that I'm like, but we're not going to lose to girls. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever done. I haven't stopped apologizing for this since the advent of Facebook. <laughs> I mean, there's there were three women in particular that I owed sincere apologies because I'm like, we're not going to lose to these bitches. We're not going to lose to yeah. these cons. How could? Oh, what's wrong? Come on, Jesus. guys. And yeah. then finally, one of the girls, they had all done a good job ignoring me, figuring I was being competitive and stupid. 
And yeah. then finally, I'll never forget her, Trish, God bless you. She turned around and she goes, what are we, bitches or cunts? And she looks at me just like that. Wow. And yeah. she fucking buried me. Then, after we lost, I went to shake hands and I got five refusals. Nice. And I deserved every Deservedly minute. Deservedly so, yeah. <laughs> and then I went and sat down. We were eliminated from the tournament. It was double elimination. We had already gotten pounded by somebody else. Don't save that audio. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a- <laughs> It's amazing how three different people can have the same thought at the same time. But anyway, it it's I was like, oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, my yes. show changed the subject. My show changed the subject. Yeah. All right, back back to what we were talking about. I sat down on the bleachers, and my head was down because I knew what was. <laughs> my teammates weren't talking to me. Yeah, four of the five girls weren't talking to me. Finally, one came over, Christy, and she sat down and she said. I know you're just being competitive, but did you really think you were going to beat a bunch of competitive volleyball players? And I have <laughs> never, I have never consciously made such a sexist remark, gesture, or thought ever since. So we all have those learning moments. Kevin Arnold went through a shit ton of them. We called it the Wonder Years. Yep. This was the Blunder Years, and I yeah. owe them all one last apology. First time on the air. Unbelievably bad moment in my life, and I own it. I own it. Yep. But good. God, Magnum. <laughs> I uh, really only had one other embarrassing story. I may have told it on here, but it, it bears repeating. Um, college was fun. Me and Dave have really talked about that a lot. Craig has listened and gotten jealous as a result of it. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we we had a good time in college. Yeah, the Craig about- deciding to, to dive face first into actual carpet was better than what we talked about. That's it. That's yep. it. You know, the deep that's pockets right. or deep pile. I don't know. Make it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, that said, uh, when I moved in, I, they gave us almost a week to get assimilated. There were four really? days before we started class. No shit. They wanted you. They wanted you to get to know the campus. They wanted you to take advantage of the. Like we did orientation earlier. In well, the that's summer. what I was going to ask. Yeah, they were like, we have to be gentle with these pussies. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you over your lack of education. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so we had four days to mill around, you know, right outside D.C. We had a lot of of things to do. So we drank like stupid amounts, stupid amounts of beer. And we all got to know each other very well. Um, But I decided the night before class, this would be a great time to go out and do my first ever College Park, Maryland bar. Okay. And they were they were doing ten cent pitchers with a five dollar cover. Oof. You do the math, okay. Even if you leave a dollar on the bar, yeah. You know you're tipping tremendous amount. Yeah, <laughs> based on the ten cent pictures, uh, the beer in the lighting in there almost looked green. Did you? Uh, did 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 you just drink out of the pitcher? N- well, we some people did. I did, and uh, I choose. I, I chose to walk around because I liked filling up girls' cups, and just kept topping them off. And that was a good play. That was a good play. It was a good. You know, well, go ahead. Finish your story. But I, have- I, I got to tell you, it, it was dumb the night before my first ever class. Now most classes were lecture halls. Giant lecture halls with 200 people. If you were yeah. nodding off in the back of the room, nobody gave a fuck. There was no attendance or whatever. And no one noticed. My first, right. You can do whatever you want. Snore. There's like 10 other people doing the exact same Astronomy thing. Astronomy 101 was 200 other freshmen and me. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. My first college class was a 10-person roundtable discussion course no. for my honors program. <laughs> oh, come on. You stupid. And I, I, it was two hours long. Oh. It was once a week, two hours, and I couldn't hang. That's awful. 12 noon. It started at noon, and I couldn't hang. I got there. I reeked of the night before. I reeked of bad decisions. Uh, so you made it. And you didn't just skip it. You I, made it to the class. No, I made it to class. <laughs> but again, I'm sitting in a roundtable discussion with a bunch of overly enthusiastic seniors running the class. Oh, my God. And they want participation, and they want enthusiasm. And they're, and I'm just like, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> I, I need my bed. And I fell asleep in the middle of class. Oh, like head down. Are you a loud head sleeper? Well, I don't know. I've never been awake while I've been asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I deserve that answer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but based on my my uh I hate myself facial, for asking that. Yeah, based on my facial physics, I'm gonna say no. And the fact that Melissa always wakes up grouchy. No obstructed airflow. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guarantee you that there's like apnea squared going on in my face right now. <laughs> She's Melissa has sleep apnea because you're breathing in all the air next to her. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Brad, we don't know why you're choking. Your blood oxygen is alarmingly high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I fall asleep in this class, and from what I can gather, from a girl I eventually hooked up with. Uh, but she pulled me aside and she's like, you know, you've been sleeping for like 15 minutes Oof. of a two hour class. Oof. And I said, okay, that's fine. And then I fell asleep again. <clears throat> and at that point, the teachers had had it. So they kind of jostled my shoulder and I sat up and I said, and these words will never leave my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm having a, an allergic reaction to liquid dessert. <laughs> <laughs> It's been 26 years. I have no idea what these words mean. There was no dream involved. I didn't fantasize about Dairy Queen. I had an allergic reaction to liquid dessert. Liquid dessert. <laughs> what technically you did. I guess I did. Uh yeah. <laughs> and this was the impression I made that I lived down roughly towards the end of the semester. Oh, my God. I ended up having a great time in that class. But could you imagine? That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and this was like a, a, an honors program. Yeah. This was like a close-knit group of people on a very large campus. And everybody saw me do this. And I'm like, I, I'm going to fail out of college. This is how it ends for me. This is and it. so I slowed down the drinking. I slowed down the drinking for like two weeks, and then I learned how to balance. So you know, not everything is learned from books in college, and <laughs> that was one yeah. of them. But anyway, let's move hey, along here. God. Yeah, I want to give you guys an opportunity now. Let's move on. I want yep. you to fix your memories. I want you like we've already talked about things that went wrong with reality TV, but let's face it: reality TV is not defining any moments no. in our lives. If you can go and rewrite, change, revise, whatever, three major entertainment mistakes, music, movies, TV, books, whatever you want, what would they be and why? Oof. And I want Dave to lead this. I, this. This one that jumps right out to me is 
casting Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique in the X Men movies was the worst fucking thing that's ever happened. Tell me why. She's kind of hot. She's a bucket of fucking vanilla nothing. <laughs> She's awful. I said kinda. No, kinda doesn't. <laughs> I don't. I won't even give. No, I won't even give her a kind of credit. I've had farts no. that have more personality than she does. Well, there's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt. Yeah. She's awful. She's yeah. she had. Can... She's as intriguing as the wall behind Craig's dartboard. You know, it's funny as as. As an actor, like in her roles, yes. As an actual person, she's actually pretty funny. Look, I'll, I will give you that. Uh, the, the the she's a real per- she's a real person. The few times I've seen her act as a normal human being, I'll give her that. She's got a, a sense of humor, this and that. I get that. Yeah. As an actress or actor, whatever the fuck you want to call her, she's awful. She's still. She's, she's very still and stagnant. There is nothing overtly attractive about her. Like she's a good-looking chick, but there's nothing that stands out about her. She act. I don't know. She this. She's like a. She's, she's like a lukewarm can Nicholas, of fucking Bud Light. She, like there's nothing attractive about her to me. I'll drink it if Nicholas I have to. Other kind of, there's no other she's kind the, of can of Bud Light. That's true. No, she's the Nicolas Cage of women. Yeah, but I'd fuck Actor, Nicolas Cage. Actors. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying she she plays <laughs> she plays the same character just like Nicolas yes, Cage does. Yes. It's the same character. It's, you know what? We no say this what about more playing. and more actors every yeah. week. I'm I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I haven't done it yet tonight, so let's go with it. <laughs> no, well, I, you're right. I, it's true. I but I think more and more actors are doing that. Like, let's face it. What is Chris Pratt gonna do in his next non Marvel movie? That is any different than Star Lord. Nothing. He's not. I don't know. He's but, not because he's playing Chris Pratt, and they designed that character around him. They did. I'm sorry. But look, I mean, look at his his character in Jurassic World is totally different from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. So is it? You know what I mean? I don't think it is. He, but it's he's not. still a wise ass. No, but he's, I know it's like a ser- it's like he had a serious day. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, here's <laughs> you know? here's my thing though. Like with with Jennifer Lawrence in this role in the X Men movies. She's like she plays a certain character. Like she's got that very emotionless look to her. She's yeah. very vanilla looking, but she's got this little bit of intrigue. Because like Brad said, she, she's attractive. She's a good looking girl, but she's not like no, she, yeah. she doesn't grab your attention in a crowd. Yeah. My problem with her being cast as Mystique, there's two things there. One, she followed up Rebecca Romaine, who she's never gonna tell. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Second, Agreed. they rewrote this character of Mystique to fit her personality and make her a likable person. When Mystique in the comics was a total fucking villain and awful person. Yeah, like worse than Magneto and every other villain. Right. She was like, "Fuck all these mutants." Right. She's like, "Fuck you, fuck you. I'll kill. I don't care who yeah. you." Are. Like that's that was this. So it was twofold for me. It was this particular yeah. casting choice. They tried to make her. They picked her, which was wrong to begin with. Then they tried to rewrite the character to make her likable because it was Jennifer Lawrence. And it, it was yeah. awful. Yep. So exactly. that, to me, yep. ruined all of the new X-Men movies. Like, I don't even want to watch them because she was in it. It was Also, they're <laughs> terrible. Well, not just that. They were, yeah, all, they, they were all bad in their own beautiful ways. But, they, they were... <laughs> but I would watch them. Her being in them made me not want to watch them. But what kills me is that you're getting angry at Jennifer Lawrence for playing a role previously commanded by Rebecca Romaine O'Connell. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but but she did she she played that part well because she really didn't. What play. did she do? It she was, sat there and got CGI blue. Ex- Fuck her. But but, si- but silent. And, and and pulled it off she, like mystique. She, that, first that of all, Rebecca. Good. So Helen Keller could have nailed it. Rebecca Romaine yeah, is, is leaps and in, in bounds attractive beyond Jennifer Lawrence. Second yeah. of all, the character uh, she played I, I, was still true to more true to the comic version of the character than than what Jennifer yeah. Lawrence played. I would have gotten a ten times as much head from Jennifer Lawrence and and been happier about it. Listen, I would <laughs> Rebecca Rebecca Romaine O'Connell. Anybody that fucks Jerry O'Connell and John Stamos, her IMDb well, IMDb I page would just say I I fucked the. <laughs> Thank <80s."> you. <laughs> I was gonna say I would take John Stamos's leftovers over Jennifer Lawrence's freshness. Oh yeah. yeah you're, you're, Grab that rabbit fur and beat off to a Beach Boys video, you son of a bitch. Hey, I'll take a hard Awful. bristle brush over a, a wet spaghetti any day. All right. Well, you know what? At least I appreciate your passion. I'll Same. give you that. Yep. Um, go on. Next. Um, I would I would take back every single Grammy ever given to Beyonce. No argument. Yep. None. And none. I would, no talent, none. fat ass hack. I would erase the Twilight movies from history. Yes. Yeah, okay. Now, I, I I've thought, never seen one. I don't know if they're bad or not. They're, no, they're they're awful. And there's an actor, an actress, an actor, or actress, whatever you want to call it. She's the worst. Listen, I I will. You couldn't you couldn't possibly be more stiff, unemotional, and fucking shitty. I agree. <laughs> then, but that's not why I, I chose it. There's yep. we've talked about bad actors and actresses and things. I, I would like to get rid of Twilight for a different reason because I'm a big fan of original horror movies. Vampire, yeah, vampire. This horror movie movies. Yes. ruined the genre. Because of this yep. movie, we got all sorts of bad knockoffs and and like 90210 versions of vampires that drive yes. me fucking insane. Yes. So it was. Dave, can I ask you a question though? Yes. Are you a little bit surprised, like I am, that he, Craig didn't choose Robert Pattinson to also play him in his movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little bit shocked. It would have been bad. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awful. <laughs> yeah, he also has hair. Yeah. <laughs> I have hair. That's what I mean. You guys have that in common. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I believe we, he's worn a hat. We both breathe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, I thought about this for a while. Like, this one really burned in my brain because I was like, there are movies that I would love. I would. I. I get aggravated when I see them. Like, what the fuck? But it doesn't impact yep. my enjoyment of other things. This series ruined vampires and monster movies for me for a long time. The only good thing about that was when the first, after the first one came out, Thirty Days a Night came out. One of the best the vampire time. movies that came out in and, twenty and years, it, and it kind of, it, it kind of like, like, ooh, vampires are still cool. Hold on, like those were the <laughs> scariest <laughs> vampires I've ever seen. Yeah, they that was that was some serious vampire yep. shit because they weren't like, oh, let me suck on your neck and make you yeah. fall in love ooh, with me. They're like, no, I'm gonna fucking I, eat your I face. I glitter in the sun yeah. like a fucking troll <laughs> dangling from a disco ball. Like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I yeah, haven't seen it, like, but I want I want to watch this eat your face one. Oh, Thirty Days a Night is fantastic. Never seen it. Never no, seen you'd probably it. like fantastic. it. It's based on a graphic ah, novel. Heard- it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it is. It's a graphic cool. novel. It's really good. I mean, it's 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 a set. It's it's 
it is it, the production value is decent. It's not crazy, but the the makeup the, they did it right. They, they were with what they, they are terrifying. They're they vampires that right. scare but you. Does it feature Rebecca Romaine O'Connell? Listen, don't no, don't no. don't fuck with me because the, I I know plenty of women that would fuck Rebecca Romaine O'Connell, Samos, whatever the fuck she was called. Yeah. Yeah, most of those same people would fuck Jerry O'Connell, yeah. so I'm not too Listen, worried Listen, I'll be on, let's be honest. I'd fuck Jerry O'Connell right now if it got me a paycheck for 35 bucks. <laughs> You'd fuck Jerry O'Connell and stand by me just because he had all the Twinkies. That's also right. fair. <laughs> I, at this point, I'd fuck Jerry O'Connell to shake Will Wheaton's hand. <laughs> Like, Bravo. Sir. Let's meet him in the ready room. Yeah. All right, we're getting lengthy fantastic. tonight, so I'm going to whip through mine. Uh, Metallica's Load, Reload, and St. Anger. Ooh, okay. Okay, uh. the fr- the first two were good rock albums. Actually, very. I the, the older they get, the more I appreciate them. They just weren't Metallica. They weren't Metallica. No. They were good albums. No, they, not at they all. Were, they were yeah. good, solid, bluesy, hard rock albums, and I liked They're them. They're not metal albums. They, yep. They weren't Metallica. And, you know, we it's probably should have seen it yeah. coming with the Black Album, but we didn't. Because we still, I mean, it didn't have that edgy, even sad but true. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, that's still metal. But yep. uh, Load and Reload were just rock albums. And then what happened on St. Anger, I think they thought <laughs> by stripping down to the most bare bones production, I think they thought they were kicking our ass. Yep. I think they thought they were getting back to their roots. And in reality, what they were doing was they lost, they lost the plot. They lost it, yeah. It, it took eight more years for them to come out with an album worth it, and Death Magnetic was great. Death Magnetic was fantastic. I and the it. new one's great. I love the new yep. one. So I think they found their way back, but honestly, I really believe they thought St. Anger being so stripped down and raw, they thought they were writing another Kill em All. They're like, oh, we're going to film the video in a prison. Well, that's what... Yeah. Well, forget the video. Forget yeah. the, I'm no, just talking they, music. No, but I'm saying... <laughs> but No, but that's what I mean. They thought it was like, oh, this is going to be hardcore. Well, you that's know? the thing. They were like, we'll go back to the garage where we started. And that's what they yeah. made it sound like, and it just yeah, it didn't have that that vibe or that feel. It didn't work. And you know what? Another thing. I mean, you know, lo- picking on Load, Reload, and Saint Anger is kind of an obvious thing. It's not even yeah. novel. Picking on Godfather Three is the same way. If you actually watch Godfather Three, it's not a bad movie. No, but it could have re- been so much better. Way better. One of them, get in your contract negotiations with Robert Duvall and bring him the fuck back. Yeah. B- bringing in that leather, what's his nuts? I don't even remember his fucking name. <laughs> Rob- yeah. Leather, what's his nuts? I fucking hated him. The guy him. sold cruises and vacation packages to senior citizens for most yeah, of his I acting fuck career. It. Fuck that guy. I he looks like he's made a naga hide. Didn't no. belong there. And then also bring in Andy Garcia in there. If your last name is Garcia, you don't belong in an Italian mob movie. Yeah. Period. The end. And no more discussion. Um, <laughs> and Sofia Coppola, you just don't do it. She couldn't yeah. act, much less feign a death. Yep. So, so you know, it was a climate. But actually, if you watch that movie and you watch the way they interact with the Catholic Church, deep movie. A lot of no, shit going it's, on it's, there. The, the story, the storyline, like the storyline is fantastic. The acting, especially towards, it's funny. It was almost like, like halfway through the movie, they're like, "Yeah, whatever, cut." Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, because you know? it starts off good, and then at the end, they're like, "Yeah, whatever." That was that was cool. You know? Well, <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, that movie was horrendously over budget. The yeah. movie was supposed to come out in 1984. Yeah, and it came out in 1989. Yeah. 
Like hey, they, they thought t- they thought they were gonna fucking blow the the ceiling off. It's like no, you weren't. You had Godfather, which is fantastic. Godfather Two was just fucking ridiculously. Good. I think for Godfather Two is a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. And, and then pacing everything. It's perfect. And you're gonna try to top those two things with the third one with Andy Garcia and <laughs> and some other. Well, you know? I think the problem with that is I think they were trying to possibly extend the series if people had reacted well to andy garcia in that role it would have been a james bond of mob movies yeah i think they would have maybe yeah. built off of it had the children no, do yeah, something it kept going and yep. yeah and i but th- there was no series to happen here also no. something happened to al pacino you watch al pacino in the original godfather movies and then you watch and in dog day afternoon and all in serpico and you watch yeah. all those movies he was a uh, completely young, different person. He was a completely different person. The instant he got plastic surgery and poofed up his hair, and suddenly everything he said just got louder. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and the, when he started doing that, and yet he was still supposed to be Michael Corleone? Yeah. Michael Corleone was a subdued guy. Subdued, quiet. Yeah. Only, only yelled when he was fucking angry. And when yeah, no when one else to was around wife. to and, see and it. And when no one else was and it was it was controlled exactly. It was a controlled anger. Exactly. He lashed out at his like immediate family or close confidants yep. when there was no other witnesses. And and it would be a lash out and an immediate drop. Yeah. Yep. An immediate drop. Controlled, you know, like, measured. Yeah. Yeah. None of that is modern day Pacino. No. You watch no. Al Pacino and Donnie Brasco. Or what was that movie where he played the devil? I forget what the name of it. Devil's Advocate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Devil's Devil, Advocate. Yeah, there it is. I yeah. had half the answer. But it was literally Pacino being larger than life. He was a caricature. You know, yeah. yeah, and he, stood, he did it in Ocean's 13. He did it. She's got a movie. great ass. You've got your head yeah, all yeah. the way up yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fucking Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it, it, yeah. just stupid. Just stupid. He, he, it it ruined it. It ruined it because his his part, especially as as Michael Corleone in the original Godfather, you could see it towards the end of the movie. You could see it leading up, leading up to his eventual because of his subdued, right, and controlled yeah, reactions anger. to everything. It was subversive. You know, yeah. yeah, it it you know it. That's why he became a leader of the family. Was because he was so, the you know the way he I don't know it was fucked up. But watching modern day Pacino and I, I'm it's funny I'm saying modern day for a movie that's 32 years old. <laughs> but, but it's, very, modern it's day, very different, yeah. But he's a different person, much less a different actor. He's a different person. He's Fuck very it, demonstrative, at, and it's just well, annoying. Look at look at Scarface. How different Scarface was from. What he was doing prior to that, well, I, but even that, I think Scarface controlled that, that. That was designed to be a character like that. But I, I yeah, think but, what but, happened is and, after Scarface, played, and he played it perfectly. But after Scarface, he became that person in every movie he played. He, he, that's what I mean. After that, he's become so he's become the the Nicolas Cage of Al Pacino. Yeah. After that point. Because to that point, he was perfect. Right. Like, if, if when, when people can say, hey, show me your Pacino, you're, you're a little, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're, you've reached that level of ridiculousness. Yeah. 
Yeah, because if somebody says, do you have Pacino, you're going to go, she's got a great ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? hey, like, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to go, that's my family. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> you're not going to do that. I'll, I'll go to the restaurant. I'll, t- I'll take the gun. That's my family. That's not yeah. me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Um, I feel like we're, we're running a little long here. So I'm just going to say one thing, and I'm going to leave it without a comment. And if you know me, you know why this bothered me. I'm going to say most of the final season of Breaking Bad, except for the first episode and the finale. All right. And okay. that's another episode. Entirely we other could talk episode. about. We could talk about extra final seasons forever, forever. But I do want to – I know Craig had one in his outline, so I cheated a little bit. I looked ahead. Craig Moore. What are the what are the things the entertainment mistakes you're gonna erase and fix? My first one was the Sopranos final. What would you change? And not, I, the actual end, and not because I enjoyed it when it ended. I was like, damn! Like I stood back and my and and I sat and the 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 best part about that was, I went a good week of going. What happened? It made yes, and it made the, it relevant beyond when it ended. Beyond when it ended. and that for me made it perfect. It made it perfect right? now. Now like, when you think back, like, oh but, like I thought about that for weeks or days or whatever. Like I, I tried to figure out what happened. Yeah. Okay. But what ruined it for me was the people that bitched and said that was lazy and you could do that to any show and and I get that, yes, you could, but that show was so well done from beginning to yeah. end. It, they had a season in between that was eh, yeah, but nothing. You know, nothing but, about that show was was shortcuts or short sighted. None. Everything Zero. was planned out. It, I'll it disagree. Was so, and you're talking you to will. a guy who was what? But, but I got points here. Of, well, yeah. So I got two fingers up go, now, and then one for later. <laughs> go ahead. I think. In in honesty, they could have ended that in season five. I can they agree with done that. Two yeah. more two no. more episodes after he killed Steve Buscemi. Yes, where that racked him. I yeah. literally killed my own family. His whole thing, whether it was his immediate family or his mob family, it was always about family with Tony. And when yeah. he finally made the decision to take out one of his own family, that was literally the moment where he could have said. I'm done. That could have been the end. And you could have yep. you could have written a better ending for Tony Soprano. Instead, what happened was they went into season six. They introduced so many new characters. Well, Guys, that's what I didn't like with season six. They introduced all these new people. Never mind the fist fight with Bobby Bacala and all that. That was actually a good episode. That's actually but, really funny. When he gets up and he's got the Lego on his cheek. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it, that, that just, that fucking made me laugh. Like and then he punishes Bobby by making him kill his first person. Yeah. Yeah. Makes him drive to Canada to kill his first ever person. He's never yeah. killed anybody. Never popped yep. his cherry. And all of a sudden, he said, you know what? You beat me up, but I'm still, I still own you. I still I'm the boss, yeah. Yeah, and and I think that was a good character development thing, but you could have squeezed that into season five. Yeah. I don't see why at the end, when they're all in hiding because the war is happening with New York, I don't see why they all have to be hanging out and all of a sudden we've got a guy named Walden 
We got a couple other fat goombas we've never met before. Yeah. And Tony's talking to them like they've been family forever. We've never met these yeah. people. The thing I, is, they they did that after like season two. They 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 did start to introduce people though. That you're like, who's that guy? Why well, it's he, gradual he, though. But you to know, throw all these new names in the season six. But yeah, yeah the the, the no, thing no, was like you threw them all in the season six, and then there was no continuation. Yeah. It didn't like you yes, didn't see him again. Right, that, that was the thing. Like who's That's Walden? The, the guy was actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, his whole thing was about a cat that he thought was Christopher. Yep. The go- yeah. I, I, like, like, why do I care about you at this point? I know the show's ending. It's all over the internet. We know yeah. this is it. Why on earth are you introducing new characters in the eleventh hour? Doesn't yep. make sense. I'd rather focus on how Paulie Walnuts is dealing with this. Right. And, yeah. And you know, and and how maybe repercussions from things they did earlier. And none of is- that happened. When they when they did that final scene, they could have, you know, it was either Tony stepped away and the and the family was good, or it was over, and you don't like he, you know he took one to the dome, which that's what I'm convinced happened. You well, know you what know, I mean? The Mandela effect happens on this too. Everybody and their mother remembers when Bobby Bacala in the rowboat on that episode we just talked about said, I don't think you even see it coming. I think you just goes to black. Then we find out in the replays that he never actually said that. But how do so many people remember hearing that line? I think they did that on purpose. I think they did air that line. And then in all the replays since removed removed it. it. I think think David Chase wanted to do something to fuck with people. I remember that. I, so do I. Yeah. I remember watching it on a PC yeah. because I had to stream You don't it see it coming. Yeah. But he, everything just goes black. Yeah. He says he still says you don't see it coming. But yeah. what you don't hear is I don't. everything just goes to black. And everybody and their mother was like, oh, my God, that's so tremendous. And it was foreshadowing. And then they go back and replay it on the DVDs, and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And they made us believe this was the Mandela effect, and it's not. No, I, we, no I think he put it there's in. There's no there. such thing. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Mandela? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sounds <laughs> like a made-up name. He died he sells, 20 years ago. Yeah. No. What is that, Irish? He sells wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mandela, that's a Polish name, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's so a new tight end change, for the Patriots. <laughs> I would change. <laughs> I would change that. So much is like working that final season into something different. Um, I enjoyed it still. Love the show. Oh, it's one of the it's still one of the best my, shows. Yeah, yeah. But I think it it could have avoided a lot of the bullshit. Sure. Movie wise, Avatar. All right. Now I would okay. change. I would change that by taking that script. Tearing it into little shreds, throwing it into a garbage pail, <laughs> and then fucking taking all the film that they took, recorded, to rubbed a magnet over it, <laughs> and fucking just let it go away. I agree with you. I've never seen this movie, but I it absolutely sucks. I hate anybody who likes this movie because everybody that I said, what's it about? Nobody's ever actually told me Nobody a plot. Knows. They go, it's a very green movie. It's about it's Native Americans fighting white men on a distant planet. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. At the same, it's so stupid. It's such a bad plot line. Like, you can see the plot line from the first three minutes of the movie. You see the plot in the end from the first fucking 30 yeah. seconds of the movie. Here are the bad guys. Here are the good guys. Here's how it's going to end, but watch for another two and a half and- hours. But watch it for two and a half hours because we're gonna put 
pretty plants in front of you and floating fucking rocks. Yeah. Fucking dumb. I Fuck actually sat with somebody at, at the Kinsman who said, you have to see it. It's so green. These are words spoken by a human being in at the time, 2016, that you were trying to convince me to watch this movie without telling me one plot point. I had no, no. idea what this movie's no. about. I still don't know what this is about, it even after you two tried to tell me. Dicks. And they're making a fucking another dick sucking. They're making three flame. more of them. Yeah. Three. Yep. Oh, it's just like yeah. Back to the Future with the Gadoomin bundles now. Yeah. No, they they're making three more three of them. Three more. Because fucking James Cameron's like my brilliant script yeah. of shit. And it's a crap. This was sto- it's written. That's the thing. Is is the movie visually it's fucking Well, gorgeous. that's what I was gonna say. It was the- it was filmed, it was the first like 4K or 3D movie that was filmed on a big, on a big budget of and and like and beautifully done. Oh, if you I, I will not refute You can that. watch this movie on done. mute and appreciate the cinematography behind what they shot. Yeah. But once you listen to it the, and follow the story, it's, yeah. it's garbage. It's trash. It's a the, heap the of trash. The man's biggest success in my opinion was making a movie about a boat sinking. Yeah, an ending we already knew. The story was already right. He just had well, (laughs) yeah. He created a love story around people dying. Novel idea. Novel Novel. idea. Yeah, yeah. I I believe they did that in the Towering Inferno, or as some of us call it, Love Boat. But in a burning (laughs) building. But we're we're dragging on, so I will uh, Avatar piece of shit. Piece of shit. Okay. Um, um, Last one. Star Wars pre Star Wars prequels. Okay. All three episodes one through three. Yes. Okay. No, would you Wrap change all of up. them or just plot points? I, no, I would. I would have changed all of are them. Are there any redeeming qualities to them? Oh no, there are the the like some like the Palpatine stuff. How he came to power, to to an extent. I, listen, removing I, the Jar Jar Bink stuff. Yeah, I I agree because like if knowing the Emperor, who he was in those original movies, and then say like, yep, how did he get to be this all powerful person? I, I'm with you there. Okay. That Let me would ask have been a question, for, though. For if you're an all-powerful two... Jedi, no, hold up. If you're what? an all-powerful Jedi, yep, and you have literally the most Jedi power in the universe, I would have banged so many chicks. Well, not only that, why does it take you? <laughs> why does it take you twenty fucking years to build an army and take over the universe? Yep. Well, no, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It, no, it doesn't. No, but but it, you know, there's no. there's some there's some psychological theory to the fact that if you the way he did it, if you get people to be part of a process, whether they agree with the end result or not, they're more likely to go along with it than yeah, if they weren't part of the process it, at all. He took a republic and turned it into a dictatorship, which has happened in our own history. He made people participate times. in him taking over, which helped him yeah. do it. I think it seemed a little long winded, especially when you looked at he looked at a little boy and said, Oh, I don't care that I lost yeah. my new apprentice. Well, I'm going to get a couple more, and then when you're ready, I'm going to do it. Bullshit. Well, that's what I think. I think that would have been uh, the key uh, of all of that would have been the whole Palpatine and and um, political thing should have been a sm- very small side story, but part of the story to get you to where you were. And the main story should have been about Anakin which it it still it was, but yeah. not the way they did it. Right, they did it too clean. You went through, um, 
you know, three, two trilogies of six movies of, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. You went through three movies of grungy, dirt, and that's what made them realistic, was grungy, yep. used, uh, beaten up, tattered universe. And they did practical effects, too. And they did practical effects. And then you went into a, all of a sudden, this shiny chrome spaceship. Yeah, everything's polished and he finished. Fall, he, yeah, he falls in love. And, you know, from a little boy, he falls in love. And then he's a, a, apparently a teenager yeah. at one point. The, the, the 25-year-old teenager. Yeah. It was, a, it was a guy falling in love with his babysitter. Yeah. yeah. And it was just holding didn't age a day. Like you did on Naboo. Right, yeah, who didn't age a day, and it was just, it was stupid. Though I hate the, sand. that whole thing. It's cool. Should have been. It would have been great if it was like Obi Wan constantly trying to keep him in control. Yeah, of going off and 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 like, oh fuck you, like, <laughs> like oh fuck you, and constantly pulling his lightsaber out. Like the you know? first two movies should have been merged. Yeah, there should have been watching him as a child being recruited. And then yeah. all of a sudden, he's Anakin in the second one, and you see how he's already kind of getting impudent. Yeah. That third movie should have been two and a half hours yeah. of him slowly devolving to the dark side. Devol- yeah. It yes. shouldn't have happened because of a weird, rash decision he made to cut Samuel L. Jackson, because to be honest with you, in that moment, I'd cut the bitch, too. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, all that was was it, it became marketing, and let's like let's throw pod, which the pod racing scene was actually pretty cool. But it wasn't. It was needed. a gimmick, and it was a gimmick, and there was a lot of gimmick scenes, yeah. and that's all they did was load the, these movies with the gimmick fucking scenes. announcers. Yeah, Greg proves yeah. the comedian being the announcer on yeah. all the cartoony faces, the farting fucking animals. Yeah, yeah. It, Why it, did they was, make a kids movie stupid. about politics and trade routes? Yeah. No, yep. they they took a successful and, set of movies and they tried to retcon it so they could build a prequel series, make more money. And then extend it beyond that into the future, and that's and that's all the, it was. The best part is everybody bitches about the last three movies that had none, none of that, none of it. Last three movies the are prequel. great. They're great, and, and they're yeah, so much better great. than the first had, three. Yeah, they're so much better than the first three. But because the first three that everybody bitched about ten years ago, now they 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 they, they want to say they're better than the last three because they just want to bitch about something. <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? Do you know what I hate but, the most? Is that on Tuesday, May the 4th, yep. the Rise of Skywalker is coming to Disney+. Plus. Yep. yep. They and followed our direction. It. They listened to us, yep. and they brought it to... They're going to win the day. But yep. none of us are going to get to watch it because we're going to be at home listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. in, in, hopes, in hopes of editing it because we have to debut Cycles' new single. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Which, which is something we literally just learned tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Yep. And so but by the time this episode airs, this audio is already dated because we will have already debuted it at the beginning of this episode. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> But that's besides the point. Yep. Uh, boys, let's put a fork in this. I agree. Obviously, we created yep. more conversation than we can have for one reasonable episode. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but I do think we should continue this. I agree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I think next week, even though it's not going to be my episode anymore, I think the three of us agree that we have a little more to talk about. We have some regarding more to say. Not only- Yep. 
We're yeah. gonna call it Brad Camino. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Better, Better call, call Brad. Brad. Yeah, it. there it is. That's it. You yep. know what? Even in three and a half hours, you couldn't break me. So yep. let's. But you know what? Will repeating the housekeeping bullshit for the umpteenth week in a row. But that said, we love you. So check us out on the all new Needless to Say Podcast dot com, which is updated almost regularly. Then you want to go uh, buy our swag because we're awesome and fucking deserve your money. Represent.com slash store slash NTS podcast. Social media. I'm going to change things up a bit because on Instagram, Dave is, as the kids say, fucking killing it. On Instagram <laughs> at all lowercase needless to say podcast. On Twitter, you can catch us where Brad is mildly wounding it <laughs> at NTS underscore podcast. And then you can go over to Facebook where Craig is barely maiming it <laughs> at yeah. NTS No Underscore Podcast. Uh, give a shout to Endeavor Podcast Solutions. Craig, you haven't done it in a while, so do it now. Endeavor Podcast Solutions. If you're looking to record a podcast, create a podcast, need help with audio, whatever you need, they got it. EndeavorPodcastSolutions.com. That was like, like that. ordering a promo on Wish.com. <laughs> yeah. You threw it at me. I wasn't expecting it. The only thing better would be Vince Neil recording it. All right. Well, you know what? This was my episode, but it really wasn't. Uh, I fucking love you guys. The last three weeks have been fucking phenomenal. I I really enjoyed this. I think I think it's something maybe we revisit once a year, but that's another topic for another time. Until then, I actually can't wait though to be back in the same room. Well, that's going to happen soon. But I think you know. considering we figured out the sound, we figured out the balance, we figured out a few other things. Maybe we don't have the uh, talking over thing down just yet. But you know what? Forgive us, folks. We're doing There's what we delay. can. We're doing what we can do. Life happens. And uh, thankfully, we're we're still afforded that luxury. So I'll say this. Needless to say, to be continued.